Office. My name is Quincy Jones. Go yes, and to my right, mm-hmm. the partner. Yes, that you want on your side. Yeah, every time. The best damn tag team in the house. World's greatest. Not to mention the hip hop hybrid, the only one in existence. Might I add? The one, the only, Doc Lesnar. That made me feel like like a god in my own spot. You know what I mean? My own office. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I mean, you. acknowledge I gotta, me. I got, I got to do the favors. You Appreciate know what I'm me, <laughs> galaxy and universe alike. Now we are back. Thanks for the favor, sir. But no, yeah, man, Quincy Jones to... podcast. Yeah, appreciate us. <laughs> KJS man, Quincy yeah. Jones show. Yep, Mega yep. Towers. We back another episode and. uh yeah, got some news, got some review per yeah, usual, yeah. man. But, uh, for, uh, I was gonna say, did you catch uh, the slam? You catch a little SummerSlam? I didn't catch any. I saw some of the. Uh, some highlights, um, you know, Edge's return, which everyone kind of saw coming. Um, yeah. I did see a little bit of uh, some returns, which I'll get into in a little bit as we get into yeah, some I, news. I, but, yeah. I, 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 what I'll say is just, just shortly, it was fairly entertaining. Um, I was at last year's. I would even say it was better than last year's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, the main event was fucking on some other shit. Yeah. And on another level. But um, pretty good matches. Even say Logan Paul did well with that frog spell. I told you it was pretty clean through that table. Man. Yeah, I did see that. Um, and yeah, shout that. out for bringing Dakota back. And uh, you know, we got EO Sky now. We got yeah, a, the newly christened. Yeah. yeah so that, that's, and you know, uh, it's yeah. funny you say that, man. WWE press release. Uh, not to jump right into the news. No, but let's they, go. They let's go. commented on the summer uh, SummerSlam, I should say, uh, the Summerfest. Not Jerry Piven. Piven. <laughs> uh, the SummerSlam at Summerfest. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. This past weekend, SummerSlam emanated live on Peacock from Nashville's Nissan did, Stadium in front of a crowd. 48,449 became myself <laughs> and became the most watched SummerSlam in company history. So with that really? being yeah, it's what they said and and uh, from running the numbers basically obviously if you can go back, you know, or you're on the network to rewatch how many rewatches does certain SummerSlams get versus how many numbers came in for this because I think a lot of people were expecting what they wanted from the go home raw which was new regime New, you know, it's time for a change. They didn't get it because, like we said, that yeah, was most Vince's of that last, was already. Yeah, I yeah, mean, written, you know, for him, yeah. he's like, I'm just gonna honor it, pop. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of what it was, and and you know, I do have more on that too because tri- what was, pop would have wanted. <laughs> it's a, it is Triple H's first week on a job, and he's been getting uh, you know, uh, heralded pretty well so far. Uh, wearing dual hats, head of creative. Uh, you were telling me head of talent relations as well. Um, and yeah, let's just get into it, man. He uh, made some comments this week about what he expects, uh, you know, with his new saddle that he'll be wearing or dual saddles. He says, uh, I want ideas from everybody. I want thoughts from everybody. To me, this is inclusive. And when I say that goes for the talent, um, you know, like Paul Heyman, he has the gift of gab, always has. And who better than him to come here and motivate these kids, uh, which he was talking in reference to a recent tryout. I think you were t- talking yeah, about no, la- the, the, la- I was going to say, I actually uh, was going to send you all the video. It's um, I, I, it's it's dope. It's just, you know, imagine trying out for something you want to do professionally. And then like one of the top talkers of that comes out and say, fucking sell me while you're in line. 
Yeah, seriously. It's a great – It's to me, I feel like that that's a, a wonderful opportunity right there on the spot. Yeah. And uh, he also made some rounds. He was on the uh, – you brought up Logan Paul impulsive uh, really? podcast. Yeah. And, that's uh, what's up. I wanna, I'm, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, he, comes he, out. yeah. He was talking about, you know, basically filling the shoes of Vince. He says, I'm counting on it. I'll say this about Vince. Massive shoes that I couldn't even dream of being able to think I could fill. The gap there yeah. in this moment is massive. But the opportunity to take it in a direction it's never gone before is also massive. I'm Ooh, thrilled okay. for that opportunity. We have an unbelievable team. It's never going to be one person. One person can't even begin to fill his shoes. It's going to take an entire team of people to jump in those shoes. And then he adds the vision to take it from this tiny little thing happening in bars into something this big and like nothing else, right? WrestleMania is one of the most valuable sports franchises on the planet. Billions of social media followers, 70 plus lifetime billion views done on YouTube, basically speaking to Vince's legacy, knowing that he might not be able to fan those flames, but he definitely wants to try to light a torch of his own. Oh, okay. I saw this this quote making the rounds about the bar, like it started out in bars before Vince took it and made this thing. Yeah. I didn't realize it was from that interview. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were taking that shit and running like, oh, really? Oh, it, just, it, it was just in bar. Oh, Vince is the one. It's like, dude, it's just he's compartmentalizing the long process of how it got to be. Yeah. I mean, because, look, none of those people that you want to mention are here now. Exactly. It's been Vince and then unopposed Vince for what, like 20, 30 years? You got to look at who's left standing. Yeah, yeah he you bought them, He bought them out in the 70s, 80s. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, and so. whether the, it's been consistent in terms of entertainment value, you just can't deny, you know? So, but um, Yeah, they've been this conglomerate for, you mm-hmm. know, for so, like, yeah. But when you peel back some of the, the the talk, he's obviously filling up, you know, he's doing some, some chitter-chatter to, to pad the answer. Yeah. It is interesting to hear him say taking things in a different way and – Mm-hmm. talking about these metrics and stuff and it's like okay I, I definitely yeah yeah but there have been some great positive changes so far one of the things you know some of the writers talk about how uh quote vince will effing not have the show done but one thing guaranteed that happened this monday was that uh people knew probably by five o'clock that uh what the concrete idea exactly was going to happen <laughs> this may be in, a, the, in the garden basically this, this may just really really improve the backstage atmosphere mm-hmm. yeah and i was going to say dave Meltzer even says and i've heard morale? yeah, yeah. I've yeah. Heard, and i got more on that he says i've heard from some talent and generally they are positive there are definitely people who are worried they're going to lose spots and there will be some people mm. who will because you're going to have different visions of yeah. who the top people are and not everyone can be a top person but per a report by pw insider triple h has already begun quote-unquote loosening up restrictions put on talent regarding scripts and giving them more freedom and room to improvise with their promos and matches which we saw implemented quickly with the uh match between drew mcintyre and and Sheamus on SmackDown last week, yeah. with it was said most it's of that a Johnny was, Brooke match. Uh, yeah, I guess most of that was called in the ring versus being uh, planned out prior. I, I, I definitely would. I'm sure when they came out and saw what what they had to play with, they they figured out some spots and then like filled in the spaces of how they're going to get to each one. Yeah, and they know each other. So I well. was just going to say, and the trust is like off the charts with those two. So exactly. And, and, and as much as I've seen them fight a million times, it, it definitely was entertaining. So and uh, per FIFO select triple H's first uh, official edition of raw created a uh, quote, a lot of optimism for a lot of talent end quote with even unused talent, excited about the changes as he gave the women's division time to shine, focus on underutilized uh, talent like Champa and Mustafa Ali. And as a lot of people have been saying, finally let AJ styles be Did AJ you styles. See that fucking yeah. match. Oh yeah. Bro, yeah. Four fifty into the fucking, Styles yeah, clash was insane. Jeez. Yeah, I, my question is, did Ali or AJ come up with that? Because I'm I sure think... they they wanted to come up with something, and they've tried to figure out what the other one could do. Yeah, because that was like I've never 
Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen nothing like that. Yeah. Not even to a power bomb. Like, you yeah, know what it, I mean? It, not it, even to a different move. Yeah. That exactly. was something like, yeah, I very, was like. very good. Good timing and, and, on Ali with the hand handstand. And, too, and you're like, right, because when I saw the, the how they lined up both triple threat matches, I was like, man, that'd be cool if they had uh, Ciampa and AJ. I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, oh, it fucking is. Like, I was like, yeah. that's crazy. Like, that just seems like a good match on paper. It really does. It really and, so, and on the indies too. Uh, it's been spe- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were talking about last week too, and uh, it's been highly speculated since Triple H is now at the helm that we'll see maybe several ex WWE stars uh, that might be tempted to return. Uh, even one unnamed talent from AEW has gone on record saying, had he known he'd be leaving NXT to an eventual Triple H ran WWE, then he would have resigned as opposed to letting his contract expire. That sounds like Adam Cole. I don't know. And then I don't know. I I was thinking um, not Swerve or I'm trying to think someone else that's been getting a good luck. But like, well, well, but they didn't. But they didn't leave NXT. You know what I mean? To to like they didn't like let their like their their contract. So that that can only be like Kyle O'Reilly. Mm, that could or be. Adam Cole. I could see that. And then uh, another release talent also noting that Stephen Hunter in charge has greatly increased his chances of wanting to return to WWE rather than join competition. Because that, I, think I, they I were, was saying this too, like people, a lot of people have credited, you know, there's those shoots where people, oh, they blame it on certain things, but then there's also that common factor, that common denominator of like, dude, it's Vince. He's out of touch. If someone else was back there, Things would be totally different. Mm-hmm. People would be able to shine and, and really get their shit. You know what I mean? So the fact that this is actually a reality, I'm sure this is actually throwing a lot of people for a loop. And I'm sure a lot of people that are in AEW are like, fuck, dude. I could, maybe I could have, I just had to just wait it out. You yeah, know what nah, I mean? Nah, definitely. I mean, and it's kind of speak to that. And, and who mean, knows if they would have been better off. You know what I mean? But it's just, you know, you got to you gotta think about it. Like, I mean, I, I would even think FTR is like, oh, shit, Triple H is over there? Yeah, low key, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like some of your guy, your big guys, like you're like, ooh. No, mm. I don't know. I mean, Dax obviously still has a little bit of salt in his veins from uh, the whole HBK ordeal. Uh, fuck Sean, all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're Brett guys anyway. Yeah, so. they're, yeah, they're. But uh, I will say this: it should be noted uh, per uh, Sean Ross Sapp, Currently, uh, analysts and investors within the company don't really care that much about creative, despite it having this new, you know. Uh, air about it and get new excitement and it seems like the number one focus of investors right now since the allegations against vince came out is a potential sell of the company which has always seemed roadblocked by the mcmahon family but obviously Uh, you know no nick khan has always low-key wanted like the 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 whole no 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 yeah you're right but what i'm saying the mcmahon family has Uh, roadblocked it like they have they have not because they have you know i mean i heard the three people that they had potentially talked to about you know selling was I believe it was ES was it ESPN? But like obviously they're part of Disney, so they're thinking of Disney. Yeah. As well. As an extension, yeah. Yeah, but then also um the uh what was it? I think Amazon. They were they were thinking of fucking you know because Bezos and shit with the money. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. But Jeez. I'm like, well, dude. Speaking of, I'm cats like, yeah, money. I got that Prime, bro. Bring it over here. You know, I can <laughs> yeah. watch the boys, and I can watch you know the, the, the some papes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of guys with money, Tony Khan he recently commented on the regime uh, regime cha- regime change. I should say sorry, uh, and he says uh, it's going to change the competition, but I think that's a good thing. AEW's got a good fan base and a big fan base. We're on in 130 countries now around the world and here in the U.S. and we've built a great fan base. And the competition is going to change. It's a different person in the chair opposite me, but I don't think that's going to be a bad thing for the wrestling fan necessarily. 
Uh, he says, I think there's always been a concern uh, about, like, you know, free agencies. And he says, but now probably more than ever, I imagine great wrestlers are going to be in high demand. And, again, I think this is probably going to be good for the wrestling fans because that's one of the most exciting things about pro wrestling, free agency. It's one of those things that was really missing from the sport for almost two decades before AEW came in because there was not a legitimate competitor in the free agent market, and now there is. So. Now, I, the thing is, uh, a lot of people were pointing out, like, this may even be able to be a better platform for Triple H, the quote-unquote battle AEW, not that they were before, but, you know, when yeah. they were doing the Wednesday Night Wars, you know, they're saying, like, well, okay, if, if he's going to be focusing more on, like, more indie guys again, which is kind of what AEW's been doing, you know, far and wide, like, mm-hmm. obviously, that's why how they, like, they built their most of their company. It's like to battle, you know, this, and obviously they've taken over those fans that want to see that. Yeah. But now if Triple H is here and he could be doing kind of the same thing he was doing with NXT, which a lot of people think, but at the same time, I don't think so because you look at the people on the roster, you know, he can just do different things with what they've been doing with these guys and push them to actually be stars. Because people, yeah. people have been talking like guys like Montez being a single star and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I could see it, but I don't see it now. But then you also hear about, you know, how many times Vince and Triple H clash over creative, Absolutely. over people he's kind of incubated all the way from and NXT to the main roster. I was going to say, then that could be a, a revival of life for some of those guys that have just been kind of shelved, you know, that yeah. he's responsible for even bringing up or even. Yeah. You know but I've I mean? heard guys like Cross, uh, Wyatt. Um, Cross I, had posted a teaser. Yeah. Yeah, I did the see that. The whole TikTok the other day. So I, I'm not on TikTok. Let me rephrase yeah. that, you know, the whole. TikTok he's well another name too that that got brought up was Johnny Gargano um and I, I was I, I heard was, about that too I was like that it would make sense 100 percent like yeah well I mean in terms of like wanting to come back right because yeah because of trips but uh apparently what put more gas on that is uh you know when Matt Riddle went down with the injury and it was announced that Seth Rollins wouldn't have a match or an opponent at SummerSlam a lot of fans started, you know, the yeah, swell of rumors trending, yeah. Yeah, of, of who could be a possible replacement. And Johnny Gargano had a big finger pointed at him because he would actually be in the same city that weekend because he was yeah. doing the uh, What's Next or NXT, you know, panel show with Kenny McIntosh's StarCast. So, mm. uh, but, you know, it seems like it was just a case, obviously, of the fans getting too far ahead of themselves. Uh, PW Insider reported ahead of SummerSlam, Gargano was not backstage at the show and, quote, at no point was he scheduled to be there. Uh, but he did recently make a pre-taped appearance for Impact Wrestling. Yeah, I heard about that. It was like to celebrate Alex Shelley. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like some tribute for like uh, it was a few different people that that actually appeared for it too. Yeah, because I hear he was getting a world title shot. Really? Yeah, or was fighting Saban for a chance to really go for the big belt against? I guess so I think he's supposed to face Josh Alexander soon, something like that. But um, yeah, no, uh, but yeah, he did the the. The pre-tape and uh, but it's being described that that was just a favor for a friend, not any indication that he's in talks with the company. Yeah, that I heard uh, too. Yeah. yeah, and recently he commented on a potential return to wrestling while on his Twitch, saying, "Quote, you know the general rule on this channel and how this thing goes. I talk very openly about professional wrestling, but if you're expecting to come here and me to flat out say that I'm coming back to here, or I'm coming back there, I'm doing this or I'm doing that, that's not going to happen. I will say that I am about I'm pretty much what I would like to call TV lean. I'm not takeover." Lean lean yet but i am tv lean to where i could show up on television at any point and i could be in good shape and then uh, while he was doing that uh starcast show he said i kind of told myself i was just going to sit back and watch how things turned out and make a decision made on that i love things that both places are doing trust me there are pros and there are cons at both places i love that both places i love what both places are doing at, at the moment i haven't made up my mind i haven't made a decision yet 
Uh, mm. But it should be noted while talking to Wrestling Inc., uh, Gargano's closest friend and rival, Tommaso Ciampa, said, I think the chances of him returning were always really good, but maybe they're even better now in reference to Triple H, you know, getting uh, his hands on the wheel. I don't know. You're over here playing backseat to the myth for some reason. Like, I don't even know what the backstory is on that. Yeah, it's 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 a weird spot. I mean, you could see him really turning it into a home run, you know, but hopefully, you know, again. With yeah, yeah, he's, tri- he's definitely taking the TV time and showing out, like, as much as he can. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like, I, I thought it was weird. I was like, man, he's matching with the Miz with colors and shit. That's so weird. And I was like, you know, yeah. who gives a shit about that? He, he was killing it. He's act- he's being himself to an extent, you know? I mean, and, it doesn't hurt being attached with the Miz, but it's just a clash in personalities and then morals also. Like, yeah. the, the last time we'd seen Ciampa. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's not canon. Again, we always talked about that. Maybe whatever was in NXT isn't canon. Because the last, you know, he was like, Going out, dying on a sword, and then he kind of passed the torch to uh, to Breaker. You yeah, know what I mean, so yeah, definitely. Uh, but uh, we will talk about what we brought up earlier. SummerSlam. Uh, let's talk about people Summer returning. Fast. Uh, is uh, the returns of Bailey, Io Shirai, and Dakota Kai, uh, and uh, you know they showed up, man, at uh, this past God weekend. God bless them with that long ass ramp, dude. Oh, dude. And uh, so we saw Dakota Kai return. Who you know she was, uh, you know. Uh, a former, or I won't say former, but she basically no, she was, was rehired, yeah, she, right? Yeah, it's it, rehired. it was crazy because when I heard the music, I'm like, it's not Dakota Kai's music. And then when oh, I was did like, they come out singularly? Yeah. Okay, because I just saw when, yeah. when they showed up. No, and yeah. Like Bailey okay. showed up first, and then it then Dakota Kai's music hit, mm-hmm. and then it was Io Shirai's music, and she was doing the whole like head thrash. And shit. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, nah, okay, I got to go back and see that. But uh, the new, yeah, we uh, and now, like we said, her name's now Io Sky. Uh, we saw Dakota Kai and so Bailey, bad. like you said, they showed up as a new faction. I believe they're called Control. Don't know where that's coming from, but I guess we'll hear oh, more. Oh, okay, because I saw her. She, she tweeted that with a period at the end. Yeah. And I just thought it was just like a a post like a caption but i guess all right yeah and then braun just keeps trolling like your narrative i figured as yeah. much so it's stupid yeah uh and then they would confront bianca belair and uh, becky lynch after their match uh you know uh srs has reported that this new stable is a product of the new wwe regime uh and actually was pitched earlier this year before kai was released but the idea was rejected at the time by vince yeah, McMahon. I did hear that. although the original inception would have seen maybe raquel gonzalez and kaylee ray as possible members before being brought up and repackaged uh shirai had uh, picked up an injury shortly into the inception of nxt 2.0 and it seemed that wwe were going to let her contract expire in a few months before ultimately uh, letting her return to uh, Japan. Meltzer even noted at one point that she uh, basically already had one foot out the door of WWE while Sean Ross uh, reiterated <laughs> there were no creative plans in place for her I mean, in we, NXT. We, 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 I was going to say, we, we reported it was looked like it was pretty much, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's what it was for a yeah. while. Yeah. Uh, and then with Kai, uh, it's, uh, she was part of the most recent NXT cuts back in April, despite winning the NXT Women's Tag Titles like weeks prior, and she had worked dark matches for both Raw and SmackDown at the time. Yeah, it and, didn't uh, make sense. Right, and then per, per Fightful, Kai was told uh, there was no creative direction for her, uh, with several writers baffled that she was included. Uh, she wasn't included in the 2021 main roster draft. Uh, many backstage believe she'd be someone Triple H would make a priority to bring back once taking over his head as creative, and obviously they're right. Uh, because once she left, she you know she trademarked King Coda, and I believe she uh, uh, Sean Ross said that she had multiple companies interested in her, and even had a brief introduction with AEW. Um, but you know it, it was weird because I remember hearing that Vince McMahon specifically was just not 
He didn't get her. Yeah, he just wasn't hot on her for whatever yeah. reason. I was like, all right, whatever, dude. And uh, yeah, but uh, her return was said to give current NXT talent some relief and hope, uh, uh, and they're very hopeful for their futures as well. You know, mm. if they were to go to the main roster. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, speaking of bringing people back, uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Obviously, there's a lot of stories and rumors that have run amok since they left Monday Night Raw back on uh, May 16th. But WrestlingNews.co has reported that an agreement has been reached for both women to return to the WWE fold soon. Uh, Brian Alvarez, the Wrestling Observer, uh, then added, I'm not 100% confirming this, but since everybody's asking about it, I do have one source who is saying that, yes, Sasha and Naomi have made a deal to return. Uh, While Dave Meltzer also commented that a deal is not being confirmed yet, but it is moving in that direction, and internally they do expect it to happen. So I guess we'll have to see, man, uh, how that goes. I'm trying to figure it out because I saw that PW Insider, I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe it was them. They had posted some news about it referring to Naomi. Yeah. And she retweeted and said, this isn't true. Really? Yeah, and added them. Yeah. Ooh, okay. That's, okay. Well, it's Cafe, so bro. Uh, then I just have uh, two more uh, headlines here, and then we could just kick off some of your uh, lovely NXT. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't catch any of it, so I, d- I don't know uh, what hand you were dealt this week, but we'll get there. Uh, latest on Jonathan Gresham. We talked about him requesting his release ahead of uh, Death Before Dishonor last week uh, and uh, did some digging uh, with uh, FIFO Select as they reported that although both sides have confirmed things did get heated between Gresham and Khan, it does not appear that any bridges were burned uh, with those on the AEW side actually respecting Gresham for his professionalism and going through with the title match despite his personal frustrations. Uh, FIFO Select were not able to confirm whether Gresham had in fact been granted his release, but it could be because both sides are still discussing an amicable uh, release as uh, Khan has gone on record in the past stating he'd have no problem granting talent the release if required. So, something to note. I don't know because MGF just said he wanted him to fire him and he won't. So yeah, but he, he's not dumb either. I, I mean, he but is he going back? He he can't walk it back now. <laughs> I mean, can't he? He he I, runs the he runs the company. I guess him and Donald Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. And uh, finally, I just wanted to bring up uh, uh, WWE. Seems like they may be scrapping the Neil uh, program, a.k.a. the Next in Line program. Yeah. Uh, we brought up those tryouts earlier. Uh, we know where uh, Heyman was there, as well as, uh, I believe, Triple H. Um, here, here, who else was there? Who was that? Dwight Howard. Yeah, I did see. Yeah, which was crazy. Dwight Howard. I saw a, vi- I saw a video of him. Uh, chopping it up with Undertaker, Undertaker. right? Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, but yeah, WWE <laughs> developed this uh, Next in Line program uh, as a hiring process specifically for collegiate uh, athletes to become WWE superstars with its highest profile signing thus far being Gable Stevenson. Uh, WWE recently held tryouts during SummerSlam weekend and things reportedly did not go well with Brian Alvarez stating, quote, this will be the last time they hold tryouts with just collegiate uh, athletes and no independent wrestlers. Uh, the tryout was described as... <laughs> Yeah, the trial was described uh, as quote a disaster. Oh man! Uh, with a lot of the athletes not up to par in their performances, and there were quote a ton of injuries, including several concussions. Oh, um, sh- several reports have come t- out surrounding. You said tri- a ton? Yeah. 
that that was the that's uh, not even like that that's geez, that's the quote a ton of that's injuries. not even that's not yeah. a specific number but you know it has to be a, uh, a ton of sort of yeah, no, no, no i'm sorry a ton of injuries several concussions several though yeah, that's still several several's less than ton but several could be five that, ooh, yeah five six right I was say, yeah that's it, I, I wouldn't think several's four right no nah, i mean couples two few is three i mean it gets loose after four that. is a crowd yeah yeah <laughs> a squad <laughs> oh man a stable a state now uh but yeah man several reports have come out surrounding triple h's intent to want to bring back the old style of nxt as well as his way of running tryouts by looking for the biggest names in independent wrestling leading many to believe the days of the next in-line program may be numbered so i feel like like at this point bray might be on his way back maybe yeah he's got to be and i don't blame him who could? I mean, you need someone to Who stop better? Ro- you need someone to stop Roman. That that would be Chef's kiss. And then you gotta think about the mind games he could play with Cody when he comes back because it's not like I mean, he worked real cro- close with his dad. Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. And then you gotta think about the money I'd be making if I was getting paid to write this shit. <laughs> always, always. Man. But yeah, man, that's uh, that's it for the news portion of this episode, man. Um, but uh, is it now? I'm ready for that 2.0 section. Well, bro, did you hear about? Uh, did you see the video of Billy Body? No. And Sean Ross getting into it? No. At the uh, Starcast convention, they no. were in each other's faces, bro. Like for like a good like. Why was minute. it? Was it? They a got work? beef. No, they got beef. Like Ross hates him. Like I guess he to. I don't know what's true or what's not because I don't, you know, I don't know anything about Billy outside the stuff that he reports on, you know, the K100 show. Yeah. But uh, apparently he has repeatedly called him a bigot, uh, Sean calling him a bigot, a racist, transphobic. Oh, really? Past things he said about what I don't know. Probably tweets, etc. So, like, they, yeah, these are two guys exchanging tweets about each other online that are in the same building at the same time. <laughs> And then, you know, like, like as Disco would say, and it's funny because, again, Disco's part of K100. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like they don't have a relationship with Billy, but he's like, this was just two internet tough guys who act, try to act tough and it just came off real embarrassing because they just sat there in each other's faces and no one even did anything. Hmm. It's like, there's no need for anyone to even separate him because if they were going to, it's like, he said, I'll tell you what, if that was, like, Conan was like, if someone's getting in my face, they're not going to be in my face that long. I'm going to get them the fuck out of my way. Like, hmm. you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, it's honestly like, it's honestly like, dude, I don't know what you're trying to do because you're in my face, you're in my space. So I need to, I need to create some space between us. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I didn't know if he had heard of it. It was like, it, it was funny. It was, uh, I don't know. No, it was I didn't those, hear about those crazy. It was that, and then it was. Uh, I obviously want to ask you real quick. Um, I know you probably didn't watch it, but you probably saw a lot of the pictures and the news about it. But the the Ric Flair match. I mean, obviously, you're, yeah, you're a Ric Flair guy. I, I didn't get a chance to watch the match. I saw some of the strut. I saw him come out with a big belt. Um, it was weird to see him wrestle with a shirt on because uh, yeah. he's never done that. And I just feel like. I mean, he used there, to walk around with the Evolution shirt on sometimes. but it, it, Yeah, you was, know, but but that's yeah. usually for a run-in, not not to wrestle the whole match. And I just feel like. A strut-in. Um, when I see a. I feel like when I see people do that, probably with an exception to DDP. Because DDP kind of made the look work because of his character. But I feel like that's a sign of what stage you are in your career because you see so many um respectfully legends that are still going in like indies 
uh, you know, one-offs or other promotions or impact, you know what I mean? But they're wrestling with, with shirts on and it's like, okay, well clearly you don't think you're ring ready, but it's crazy. Cause we see him all the time in the gym pumping, showing off his biceps. So I'm like, bro, we well, know what I mean, we know what to expect. Are you good? Like you know, what yeah, I, mean? so, I was gonna say, but yeah, I did like the back of his shirt look cool though. It kind of saved it for me. The, the I think it said flare or whatever it said on the back or sixteen time or oh okay. Yeah. For me, it was like, dude, like we've seen you like even when he was in Evolution, he wasn't like he wasn't the buff. Yeah. sculpted Ric Flair of like no, you know yeah, NWA. Yeah, so it's yeah, like we've seen him on the on the, on yeah. the downhill. It's like you arguably didn't have any any right to wrestle with a shirt on then. So yeah, I was going to say like, like, like it's, it's, yeah. it's actually kind of criminal you you waited this long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, oh, you know what it is? It's probably because he has like the pacemaker and shit. Oh, okay. That's right. He probably has a scar. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Okay, so he probably got self-conscious on that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I can get that. But the big gold belt, the big white robe, all good touch. Uh, I did see that he, you know, made Jarrett tap, you know, with the with the figure four. Everybody uh, was like, you know, he went out on his back because he couldn't even, mm-hmm. try, you know, because obviously, like, he technically they it'd be a double count out. Yeah, yeah, but you know, whatever. You know, I, I don't like the the funny thing for me was, <clears throat> you know, you had what DDP Foley and Taker in the crowd. Yeah, that was funny. And then like everyone was talking about this look that Taker had. It's like this still picture. I'm like, they say he looks like he's stoned. <laughs> like just like, I mean he, he it's funny because like he when they get him in Foley on camera it's funny because like I know he kind of does this thing where he's like oh this guy that's this guy like you know because that's just like he's more jovial now that he's out of character but um I did notice did you see when Foley got the mic and, no no and, I didn't even know he got the mic bro no. they gave him the mic and he was sitting with his son uh not Dewey uh his other son yeah. his other I can't remember his other son's name uh, but he uh, possibly Michael. You would know more than me. I think possibly. Mickey, Mikey. Well, he's Mickey. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, but yeah, and he basically they were like, "Oh, what do you think?" And he goes, "Oh, well, hey." And he leans to his son. He goes, "Hey, I can't believe I'm a, I'm a legend, and I, I got second row seats. So, you know how I get only second row? That's that's a crime or whatever. You know, just <laughs> popping everybody." And then he just leans to his son. He's like, "You mind if I tell him what you just told me?" He goes, and he's like, "No, go ahead." He goes, "He said, Dad, this is a lot way better than SummerSlam yesterday." <laughs> like on the mic and you know i don't know if you saw shivani was uh, doing commentary yeah, and yeah. stuff like that so yeah I, I actually saw this quote uh or this tweet from mark yeah, raimondi I, oh i heard a lot of the matches on the card were really good yeah yeah I, yeah I, and i did see uh, ddp uh came in and diamond cuttered uh cardona after he confronted josh alexander oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah okay. so and he sold it like like a, a million bucks so, yeah it sounds like it was really uh for the buck that because I, I think um the wrestle that wrestle pod mm-hmm. um uh, podcast they they went too yeah i'm pretty sure so. but yeah now the tweet said update rick flair is completely fine after his final match and at his after party right now in downtown nashville hanging out with kid rock family and more so <laughs> i knew that was at 504 a.m <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. yeah so i knew i was like i knew it was lit he's he's good <laughs> yeah he's good so but yeah no for um, sure man that, yeah that, that's uh like yeah, the, the the picture I saw of Taker, I was like, I felt like he looked into a mirror, or he was like, I'm glad I'm not looking into a mirror because he's like, man, imagine if I was still holding on like this, mm-hmm. like him and Foley. Like I'm glad we could. We, we. Well, a lot of people showed a shot where you know Flair goes over to them and you see Undertaker exchange words with them in his ear. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are like, when you got to tell your friend, yo, it's time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, but right, it's funny because I, shit up, I, I, I I also <laughs> think about. I wonder if Taker feels away because he's like, yeah, bro, yeah. 
we did this on Raw, and I came out, yeah, full yeah, gear, yeah. gave you your flowers. We spoke, you know what I mean? He yeah. did the same thing. You know, they was I, made you cry. On you know what I mean? And I hundred percent was thinking the same thing. Cause like you know, a lot of people again, you know, oh, I got to retire Ric Flair. Yeah. Psych, I lied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to bring it back, man. Yeah. But yeah, let, let's uh, let's uh, get into this. Um, Two point you know. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I can confirm, it is down south slinging. Down south slinging. Ain't it any This time? Yes. This week. All right, let's so, go. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you'd be hyped. Triple H, we back. Let's fucking go. He's like, yo, I licensed this song from Wale. Why aren't we using it? Yeah, Triple H. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even just collecting dust. You're like, man, you know how much royalties I own? Man, play Triple, that shit. Triple H already mm-hmm. paying dividends. Started off the night with that fatal four-way elimination tag team match for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. It was Toxic Attraction versus Katana and Kaden versus uh, Van Latina Feroz and uh, Yulisa Leon. And the team of Tatum Paxley and Ivy Nile. Uh, just going to go through the, the, you know, obviously go spots. through the spots here, you know. Uh, Valentina press slams her partner, Ulisa, over the top rope for a diving cross body onto all the competitors outside. And then she follows up with a, a, a diving um, Topekun Hilo, which i never seen. No lie, i never seen a, a woman's wrestler do that. Yeah, like, I'm about to say, rope yeah. flip. Uh, Ferois and Leon hit, hit a, a suplex diving cross body combo. We've seen, yeah. it, we've seen it in the game. Yeah. Uh, Valentina Ferois and Ulisa actually eliminate, uh, or, or no, they get eliminated first by Ivy Nile. Um, uh, and then Ivy Nile later, she has a spot where she uses Tatum for some poetry and motion like offense and hits a step up Superman punch that looked really good. Okay. Uh, Tatum, uh, she, she hits a deadlift suplex on Katana Chance, showcasing her powerlifting background that they were talking about on commentary. Mm. I was like, oh, really? Out of nowhere? Mm. Okay. <laughs> That's crazy. Katana hmm. Chance hits a code breaker, and they call it the code breaker. I think it's just, uni- it's just universal, bro. Nah, it's a lung blower, B. Yeah, in the indie. It's a lung blower, B. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's in Triple H's here. He's like, no, nah, we're going to piss off Chris. Oh, so it's like the super <laughs> kick is a thrust kick. Yeah. It's a savat kick, damn it. Yeah. yeah, it is a thrust kick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then Caden uh, Carter hits a fi- what I can call a fireman's carry leg drop. Basically, like kind of like an AA but like she like when she tosses her over, she like does a leg drop simultaneously. That's great. I remember yeah. thinking of doing that like when I was some like shit you don't 14, know. Is it, yeah, you don't know. Like you possible, can't do that right? because yeah, right? you can hurt somebody. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty dope. That but, sounds uh, like the pump handle driver a little bit. Yeah, but almost. But, but, you know, but, I think about fire, it. But fireman stuff. That's crazy. Okay. Um, but JC snuck a tag while she hit the move and stole the pin from him, eliminating uh, Tatum Paxley and Ivy Nile. Oh dear. So the final two teams are Toxic Attraction and the Casey's. Of course. Uh, Toxic. Yeah, you're right. You got to retell the story. Mm-hmm. Talk attraction hit their discus boot leg trip high low finish on Katana, but Caden breaks up the pin. Yeah, uh, the Casey's try to go for their finish, Casey's, but Gigi, uh, <laughs> the Casey, that's not my name. But uh, <laughs> Gigi pulls Caden's uh, leg and drags her out of the ring. But Katana then just pivots directions while she's still on the top rope and hits a, a cross body on the Gigi on the outside. Okay, Caden back in the ring with JC's. They hit the high uh, the highlight reel for the win. And new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Deserve, Finally. Deservedly so. Caden Carter. And fuck it. I'm going to use her shirt, her shoot name. Casey Catanzaro, man. Yeah. Y'all made me a believer for reals, man. I'm, y'all been putting in work. And I think that as of right now, they are the best choice to represent the tag division with their hybrid style. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a genuine connection with the fans as well. So they've been putting in that work, man. Hey, as you said, when uh, Chase, <laughs> Andre Chase started getting, remember, 
He puts I, the I fun and fungus grew on me, bro. I will. <laughs> I, I forgot about. No, I think that was the dude, name of the episode. I, I, I give dude. I, I I'm actually giving props to Waller. Yeah, he, he yeah he's mean? putting the fun and fungus for yeah, me too. I'm yeah, I'm actually actually giving y'all uh play by play on Wagner's matches now. Not that I'm a fan, but mm. I'll you know something. You're so. seeing you're seeing the progress. So. Uh, yeah, 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 I get you. I, you know, I just. Recognize I, real. I was just hoping that now that Triple H is in charge of the main roster, I can just do Raw, but fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we got this uh, Carmelo in-ring promo. Uh, it's Melo's birthday. Uh, he says, all he does is make money moves, and the move for tonight is that he's offering an open challenge for his North American Championship to the next man who gets in the ring. Giovanni Vinci's music hits to an yeah. interesting reaction from the fans as uh, commentary puts over how this match is going to be a banger. And I was thinking the same thing. Banger. When Nathan Frazier... Comes sprinting down the ramp, blowing past Vinci. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Who is, you know, doing his whole ring uh, entrance, which is, you know, he does this whole thing where he's posing for pictures and all oh, that. Oh, man. So, so Frazier technically beats him to the ring and is awarded the title shot. Yo. It's Vinci just kind of. I like that. I yeah, like that. Right? <laughs> he just kind of smirks and makes his way to the commentary table as he does commentary for the match. Okay. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, doing his best Claudio impression? Yeah. We see Mel. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. No, <laughs> Mello brings out uh, the hits real early. He hits the fadeaway for a near fall and the uh, springboard clothesline from the ropes as well. Frazier fights back through, uh, you know, using his quickness. He um, goes for the Phoenix Splash, but Mello moves out the way. Uh, Frazier's able to still roll through and lands a super kick on Mello and then uh, hits another one while Mello is seated for another near fall. Later, Frazier hits a suicide dive on Mello, which sends him flying into the commentary table, and the impact spills Vinci's drink all over him, which I'm like, you didn't come out with a drink, so where'd the drink come from, bruh? Mm, okay. Frazier throws Mello back into the ring and climbs Magic. to the top rope. <laughs> Magic. But a uh, trick distracts the ref, and Vinci gets to the ring apron and pushes Frazier off the top rope. He's, again, he took umbrage to the spilled drink out of mm, nowhere. Don't you spill my drink. As uh, Mello climbs and hits the diving leg uh, famouser, or Lake Drop Famouser, okay. a.k.a. I guess they're calling it the Nothing But Net, as uh, <laughs> Big Joseph. Right. Yeah, I thought that was dope, too. Nothing But Net. He says, Nothing But Net from Carmelo Hayes. I was like, hard. that was hard as fuck. That's hard. But then he does other shit that you regret, and I'll tell you later. Mm. Uh, J.D. McDonough and Braun Breaker have uh, what they call the NXT Heat Wave Summit. Oh, that's right. It's, it was a contract signing. Uh, he basically says, look at you. Oh, no, he says, when I look at you, this is uh, J.D. saying this to Braun Breaker. When I look at you, I see a roadmap for the pain I want to inflict. Whew. That pain or that ring is my operating table, and all the muscles you grew, I'm gonna tear them off your bones. Only and the only thing sweeter than the sound of your screams of agony is Alicia, the ring announcer, announcing me as the new NXT champion. Nice. Says, uh, and then of course you know he has to respond. Uh, Breaker says, everybody has a plan until I break them in half. <laughs> when That's the belt is sign. on the line, when the belt is on the line, I'm an animal, and I'm glad you like pain because at NXT Heat Wave, you'll be in a lot of it. It just sounds like such a Steiner thing to say. It was. It's like, uh, he, 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 you know, standard shit. Uh, Baird, you know, he's, he's the one that's actually, uh, you know, being the host of this thing. So he tries to get things back on track to avoid phys uh, a physical event. So he entices JD to sign the contract, but he refuses, claiming that he sees a, he saw a look of apprehension in the eyes of uh, a breaker. and says, you know what, no, I want him to sign first because I want him to sign. He basically was like, I want to make sure he's actually going to be down for this. Mm. So uh, Breaker looks annoyed, but he obliges his demand, and J.D. takes time to sign the contract so he can, quote-unquote, gig his finger in the working way to sign it in blood. What? Exactly what happened. Okay. So it takes out, takes out a blade and gigs his finger, quote-unquote, and signs J.D. in blood. On the contract. Why did it need all that? 
I don't know. And didn't we do this before a couple months ago? Yeah, I feel like that's. I think I mean I know AEW's done it a, a, a time or two at least. Somebody you know I mean? somebody like, signed something in blood. I can't remember. It was an NXT like right before somebody either left or it was like a blow off match before they went to the uh, the main roster or some shit. Yeah, I. Mm, or or maybe somebody busted somebody open and didn't then, Roman do that or something? I don't know. I can't I remember. Know, Anyways, we got a Creed brother segment. The only reason I brought this up is because it was kind of interesting. Uh, shown training before being approached by Apollo Cruz, who complimented them on what they've been doing. Uh, they exchanged the same sentiment as Apollo Crews gave them some advice uh, about watching their backs because not everything is what it seems out there, referring to the ring and in front of the cameras and stuff, etc., etc. Damon Camp shown walking into frame after Apollo leaves, uh, who informs the Creeds that Roddy is running late, and the Creeds complain because they're not able to game plan with him before their tag title match against Stax and Tony D. Uh, but Camp says that Roddy says he'll definitely be at ringside for their match. Uh, next we got Mandy Rose and Sar- versus Sarai. Um, uh, most of it, I, I, it was weird. Like most of this match, including entrances occurred during the picture in picture. Yeah. So it was kind of pointless if they were, if they kind of suffered. I mean. Well, yeah, if it was, if the intent was to kind of build up Sarai for the casual fan who may not know who her character is or what the, you know, yeah, what it's about. And her entrance is kind of, um, big to understand her yeah, character. Yeah, you know right? what I mean? Yeah, they'll just kind of get a sense of the background or whatever. And yeah. I'm sure there's commentary putting it over that you can't listen to over the Domino's, the various Domino's pizza commercials, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, uh, it's, it was bra- It was The Fiend. I guess he signed a Royal Rumble contract in blood in 2020 uh, when he was going to face like Daniel Bryan. I feel like something in NXT happened like that too, but maybe I'm wrong. Mm. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just weird. Uh, but uh, back from break, as Sarai tries for her uh, what they call the Sunray dropkick now, uh, but oh, Mandy, okay. Mandy rolls out the counter and uh, takes a powder before hitting a stun gun neck snap across the ropes and takes over the match. Uh, Barrett on commentary keeps nailing in the fact that last summer Sarai's Sunray dropkick kayfabe injured Mandy's face for a bit. If you remember, she had that face mask. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, Vic keeps putting over how this match came about due to Sarai challenging Mandy Rose for last week due to not being included in the original 20-woman uh, battle royale a few weeks ago. And then Barrett, of course, talks about how incredulous that is and asks Vic, you know, since I didn't compete in the Royal Rumble this year, do I get a shot at Roman Reigns? <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's, it's, that's an incredulous point, but it's a, it's, it's solid. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Mandy hits a spine buster, then the running pump knee for the win. Post-match, Rose grabs a chair and jabs uh, Sarai's knee with it before attempting to pilmanize it. Uh, but uh, Zoe Stark comes running out for the save and tries to hit her with the finish, but the champ ducks out. I was like, oh, yeah, let's get uh, Zoe Stark to attach to a new Japanese sensation. Hey, you were right. Champa, 2020, challenging Cole, take over That's Portland. what I was going to say. I think Adam Cole had uh, something to do with the segment. He, he powerbombed him through a table and then signed the, uh, the contract for the match with his own blood. I don't remember something. Uh, our boy Duke Hudson resurfaced. You ready for this? Duke. Let's go. Axiom. Backstage interview. McKenzie's asking him how he feels about his debut last week, but Duke Hudson interrupts and tells him he doesn't belong here. Says there's a lot of changes here in NXT and that it's anyone's ball game, but obviously not his because he's underweight and undeserving while he's 6'5", 270. Well, I've been cutting down. I'm 265 now. I was like, <laughs> this if you look at me and look at you, I'm sorry, kid. It's night and day. Uh, Axiom says he's not afraid of him. And Duke, like in a cutesy face, is like, well, that's good for you. And, and you are a nerd. And, and slaps the shit out of him, dude. Yo. <laughs> it was hilarious. The two continue to brawl throughout the backstage area, making their way towards the ring as they spill out to the entrance ramp with uh, Duke getting the advantage and throws Axiom in the ring before hitting the a sp- like a spinning, like, you know, you know that like that sidewalk slam, like Uranagi? Yeah. 
like, but he spun with it like he wound, wound it up. Oh, you wow. know what I mean? And just because he's smaller than him, obviously. So like you know a mean? spinning uh, gunslinger. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Thank okay. you. That's a way better way of saying it. Okay. Uh, and, and grabs a mic and tells the fans, "That's why you know. Obviously, I think you know what's coming. See, that's why you can't believe in your heroes because they always let you down. <laughs> you know that old thing, right? Yeah." As Axiom, who's still beat up, grabs the mic and challenges him to a match, and Duke obs- uh, you know, accepts as a, a ref out of nowhere calls for the bell to make it official. Axiom tries to target his leg and strings together some offense, but Hudson stops him real quick, catches him with a urinagi out of the corner like Samoa Joe mm. or Big E, whatever. Pick, pick your yeah, lot. Yeah. Uh, Hudson tries to go for the razor's edge, but Axiom hits a hurricanronic counter when he popped him up in the air, and then Axiom then hits a crazy-looking pin for the upset win. Did you hear about uh, just briefly on Axiom that there's this indie wrestler? Oh yeah, uh, with like uh, the name is uh, Razor Wing. I, I guess he's been on Twitter accusing there to be of uh, take of shocking a, similarities to his gimmick because there's a side by side photo what, where it the, shows the gimmick or the the costume. I think the costume uh, because yeah, there's a side by side photo and it's like pretty striking in resemblance because they're both donning a black and gold uh, gear. And they have similar poses, like with their fingers. That, you know? I did so. see the pose, but if if he's gonna try to claim for that, I mean, because what I got, I don't know, I don't know the guy, right? So it's yeah, like, like, but the first thing that came to mind when I saw the Axiom uh, mask mm-hmm. was Black Panther. Mm, okay, so I mean, then you're a copy too, especially with that black and gold. Well, that too, yeah, but it has like the kind of like little Batman horns, kind of you know, that kind of. Oh, look okay, like, gotcha. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man, but. We're going to get into this tag team championship match, right, y'all? Yes, y'all. Tony D and Stax versus the Creeds. Uh, this episode was an hour and 49 minutes and must have had, like, a lot planned because even top guys in the 2.0 era, like Tony D and Mello, they weren't getting televised entrances. They just kept getting, like, like pitching the camera to them already in the ring. Really? For okay. their matches, yeah. And just waiting for the in-ring intros. Mm, okay. Uh, Julius and Tony start the match as Julius uh, upsets Tony early with a pair of headlock takeovers. Tony tries, uh, you know, to outmat him, but we get a stalemate, and uh, he tags out the Stacks, who runs right into an arm drag by Julius, who tags out the Brutus, who uh, hits a fireman's carry, and then follows with the Gator roll. Uh, Tony and Julius back in again as they lock holds, but another stalemate as Tony even tries uh, the running shoulder block, but no budge. Uh, Tony hits an ugly-looking money clip. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, real ugly. Before picture-in-picture picture, uh, to take over the match. Of course, we get the standard isolation play from the Quincy Jones playbook of tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julius easily fighting back on stacks, but Tony keeps cutting in, to, coming in to cut off the tag and taking over the match. Uh, stacks back in again. Um, the ugliest dude again. The ugliest looking single leg bossing crab this side of Lance Storm. Mm. He'd be deeply ashamed. Uh, Julius gets the opening. And uh, tags in Brutus, who hits a big pounce as the crowd chants Brutus smash. Um, uh, commentary <laughs> makes note of Roddy not being at ringside. Again, you know, again because Damon Kemp, he's at ringside, but he promised he'd be there, but he's still not there. Yeah. Um, Stax finally pays, uh, you know, dividends for his team. Um, as he uh, smashes Brutus, uh, his hand on the still steps, and Tony goes full heel and targets the hand. Multiple tags in and out, continuing the punishment. Tony traps uh, Brutus's injured hand behind his back, but inside the singlet of his of his. Uh, oh yeah, I seen that spot. And okay. then hit hits the overhead belly to belly where he had to land oh, directly nice. on it. Yeah, oh, damn. Uh, stacks back in with a joint manipulation version of the Fujiwara armbar. Uh, Pete Dunn wants his moves back. Mm. Uh, makes a classic mistake of uh, uh, let me see. Uh, oh oh oh, classic mistake for a heel of going for the uncharacteristic dive spot, only to eat a boot and then the face giving uh, you know. Obviously, or, or getting a boot to the face. My yeah, man. yeah, to the mush. Yeah, and then uh, giving Brutus the opening for the hot tag. 
Uh, Julius cleans house with some throws and suplexes, hits a string of lariats on both men. Julius tries to tag Brutus, but Stax pulls him off the apron before Brutus gives uh, chase and beats down Stax in the ring, uh, distracting the ref because they're both not the legal men. While on the other side of the ring, Electra slides a crowbar to Tony D, who looks to pick it up and use it on the Creeds. But Santos Escobar returns and keeps mm. him from using it and hits him with brass knuckles oh, okay. as he walks right into that uh, kind of cartwheel spine buster that Julius does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they hit the running low lariat for the win as Cruz and Wild prevent Stacks from getting back in the ring to break up the pin. Okay. Post-match, we see Electra, Wild, Cruz, and Santos all together on the ramp, uh, united as Tony D and Stacks are livid. Uh, but later in the night, we see a uh, segment where they're going back and forth on the phone combo between Tony D and uh, Santos. And basically, uh, they agree that, you know, they can't work for each other and they know that they can't work together. So they're going to have one final accord and one last meeting just between them two. No stacks, no LDF. Okay. So, hmm. yeah. Core Jade backstage interview. Uh, he gets asked about her actions against her former best friend again, uh, Roxanne Perez, before getting interrupted by Mandy Rose, who comes in peace and talks business with her because obviously, you know, they have beef uh, back when she was a face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically he tries to, uh, you know, bargain with her to take out Zoe Stark as the number one contender so that she can take her place since she, since she was the runner up in the Battle Royale. Um, and basically we get the title, you know, the, the shot at the title at the Heat Wave. So she kind of entices her to kind of take care of business in her match, I think, next week. Gotcha. Okay. Um, next we had Joe Gacy versus Brooks Jensen. Um, Vic Joseph says, and this is, remember I was talking about Vic Joseph. You know what I mean? He, he was he came off strong and then he just fucked it up. <laughs> Mm. He said, you might as well call Gacy Papa from the Upside Down. <laughs> Eye roll. Uh, uh, Barry Come on, man. Uh, makes fun of Jensen rocking cut-off jeans to, re- uh, you know, to wrestle in the match when Joseph reminds him of a certain jort-wearing talent who used to beat him up all the time. <laughs> okay. uh, anyways, Gacy gets the win after uh, Reed and Fowler. Got to get used to the, those names again. Um, start creeping towards Fallon Henley at ringside, which gets a reaction from uh, Jensen's partner, uh, Briggs, at ringside. Which then distracts the uh, the ref momentarily for uh, pretty deadly to hit the ring. They try to attack Jensen, but he fights them off before falling victim to the handspring lariat uh, from Gacy. Hmm, okay. We got Alba Fire versus Lash Legend. Um, they finally ran this one back from like a month ago after Legend got the. Oh uh, yeah, I was about to say that that pump kick. Right? Yeah. Oh well, no, remember she had the DQ win. Oh, uh, that's right. Loss yeah. After okay. she used the bat on her. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. Okay. This time she tried to use the the bat, but no avail. Alba wins using the Gory Bomb, the setup for the Diving Swanton for the victory. Nice. Um, and then this is the main event, right, y'all? The nitty-gritty, the one that you've been waiting on, the Von Wagner match. Right? That's the one you've been uh, trying to sink your teeth into, huh? You've been, you, you've been uh, you know, chomping at the bit? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I need this. Uh, it's him I need to know who the king of the streets, I mean, the champion of the streets is. It's the street champion, the street first champion. of all. Yeah, it's, it's the street champion, and, and I'm... I'm I'm directly from the Be- the tree of Beverly, okay? <laughs> Beverly Street, baby. Shout out. Beverly Shout Boulevard, out to my baby. pops. <laughs> uh, Robert Stone on the track. Oh, uh, man. Cutting the checks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Von Wagner versus Solo Sokoa versus, uh, in a Falls Count Anywhere match. You remember there was like that whole build yeah. up that, that Amway beat down and yeah, shit. Yeah, I remember all I'm that. I'm the street champ now, mm-hmm. homie. Homie. <laughs> you didn't say homie, but Give I Give me the crown. <laughs> street stand up. That crown don't fit on your bum ass lace front. <laughs> uh, this, <laughs> oh man, this was about uh, 15 minutes of nonstop uh, action. So I'll just highlight the big spots of the match. Right, sounds good. 
Wagner damn near throws Solo uh, headfirst into the steel steps. Uh, then later we see him introduce several steel chairs into the match, punishing Sokoa with a, a lot of chair shots, as well as a back suplex on another chair. Uh, Wagner even opens up two chairs and faces them toward each other and then hits a scoop slam on Sokoa through them. Uh, Solo fights back later in the match, hitting a uh, Samoan drop to counter a running attack on Wagner, but he, like, he bounces off the announce table so he doesn't go through it. Oh, okay. Uh, because uh, uh, he kind of rolled off, they fight their way outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's uh, like the actual like arena, quote-unquote. I don't want to call it an arena, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I got no, I um, And uh, um, it's funny because they, they come across like one or two uh, other people because it's false count anywhere, so they see like Mello and trick like Mac into some girls who were like asked there's a segment early <laughs> there's a segment early I'd even bring up like these three girls were in a car trying to get ask them if they can help them jump their car and they're just macking these three chicks trying to help them with uh, the car. Yeah. So then they go outside to like Sakoa sees them and then like Mello says says something to him. he's like, Man, shut up and he like pugs him in front of these girls <laughs> and he pushes them where you stuck in the backseat like ah and then <laughs> Trick's like Mello, what's hey, what happened? And I'm like, Bro, oh, you better man. go and like hit you ain't gonna get no shots on. Yeah, like, yeah, that's your boy. That's, that's your man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, uh, you, if you wanna, if you wanna still look good in front of these these lovely dimes. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, yeah, it was definitely an L, but it, that's why I was. And it's because mm. it was his birthday. Yeah. So it was a definite L. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but uh, see, but then there was like you know those huge like trailers that you see like you know eighteen uh, wheelers drag sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They'll mm-hmm. drop them off. We see how big they are, dude. Mm-hmm. He like uh bounces Sakoa's head right off of one dude, and then there's a, a dumpster right next to it, and he throws him in the dumpster, mm. and then um. Pretty much, like, he, like, AAs him into the dumpster, you know, because his move is, like, the uh, the rude bomb. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, but then it's, like, when he does it, you know, you got Big Joseph, he says, Man, well, you know what? This isn't a dumpster match. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Why would you Trying even to say bury that? It. Yeah. Yeah, why would you even say that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, because, first of all, it's it is, there's a theme, guys, but we'll get to it. Yeah, it was pretty well. cool. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, but, yeah, they fight and get into, uh, like I said, with other superstars. They even ran into Cameron Grimes at one point. Um, like, they, like he, like I think they get squashed into like the doorway. I forgot some happens. Mm, okay, uh, but they start fighting back towards the ring, but they're still in the backstage area again. I mean, they they basically come back from outside back to inside, and then Wagner back suplexes uh, Sokoa through a, t- a table he sees backstage because you know there's always those. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then first uh, Wagner tries to use another chair, but like Sokoa, who like brandishes a fire extinguisher out of nowhere, sprays him with it. Pause. But get they 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 you know finally fight back toward the ring area now. It's a solo is finally taking over momentum with a savat kick and a bit, another big Samoan drop. Then wears out Wagner with a steel chair of his own. Hits the spinning Uranagi onto the steel steps for a real close fall. Oh, Sokoa wins, though, man. He sets him up on that announce table mm-hmm. and hits the diving splash outside the ring through the table for the win. He said, Logan Paul, hold my beer. He said, false count anywhere, oops. <laughs> oh, it's going to count. I'm gonna make this count. Three, three champ my ass. <laughs> but yeah, that was the main event. That was oh, it. Okay, that's what's up, man. Yeah, that was it. Sounds man. like that didn't sound like too bad of a episode to review, man. I, I mean, it felt a little different, but you know, you know what I didn't like the lack of Chase. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I we need, need more. No, yeah, come on. Nah, man. I mean, I th- like I said, I, th- I think I need just a little bit more chase you of, of last legend to latch on to i saw you know again not not the biggest fan of hers but we were talking about how like well there's potential because yeah the personality is it's definitely automatically a character yeah, yeah there, there's heel there, there's heat yeah that stems from that but it's like how do you turn that into a wrestler yeah how yeah. does that translate in the ring yeah for yeah. sure so and um, then like into names and, of moves and and, and 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 honestly where it's not a carbon copy of Bianca Belair, uh, uh, yeah, 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 little girl. Yeah. Oh no, no, wait, that, yeah, that, that, well, that one's swell, huh? 
Yeah, that's basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just did it. I'm sorry. No, but, uh, actually, they both they both said that. Now I think about it, I can hear them both. <laughs> uh, uh, you don't even go, go here. here. <laughs> oh man. Well, but yeah. uh, yeah. Speaking of go here, we're gonna go on a break, pay some bills, yes, storyline tease. You already know what it is. We'll be right back. Quincy Jones Go from the Quincy Jones Show, man, here to pay bills and put you guys up on game with one of our top sponsors for the show, Storyline Tees. There's a reason why we deal with these guys, man. They got dope designs, dope ideas that really fully represent not only the culture, but the fans' perspective of some of their favorite wrestlers, man. And honestly, they don't miss. <laughs> this is the new one, man, Yokozuna. Brand new tee available in several different colors, man. This is part of their brand new summer collection they just dropped. Again, man, stay in the know, stay notified, follow Storyline Tees at Storyline Tees underscore LLC. And of course, go to StorylineTees.com right now to check out the new Yoko Tee, the new FTR Tee, and the rest of the collection, along with many other prior collections, man. These guys, again, they don't miss. I got quite a few collections in my closet as well. And let me tell you, you're going to want to follow them on social media. You're going to want to stay notified to get those pre-sales. And basically, you ain't going to want to be the last one with that one. These things go fast. And they do not come back. So, Storyline Tees, check them out, because Quincy said so. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show. You are now in the mix with the two-man tower trip, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yep. Yep. We back. It's about that time. Hey, guess what? Uh, well, you know, it, it's not a, a, a an event this week. It's just a regular dynamite. But hey, don't worry. We got an event on Saturday, and then an event next week. And, so, and, what is and it? Battle of the Belts three? Battle of the oh, yeah. I feel like Battle of the Belts two was like maybe two months ago. Yeah, no, it was earlier this year. Yeah, and 100%. I feel like there was the longer gap between the first and the second one. But hey, you know, it's not not my not my promotion whatever but uh yeah let's kick it off man jay lethal taking out orange cassidy we see cassidy get his hands in his pockets much to lethal's chagrin before countering a lethal injection with a shotgun drop kick to the back uh cassidy hits a suicide dive and follows lethal with the slot strikes up the ramp and then we see satnam walk out uh to protect jay from further harm quote unquote despite being banned from ringside then he gets retrieved by uh sanjay best friends in uh enter out the face tunnel with Trent on Chuck's shoulders to stand up to Satinum doing a <laughs> the, Hulkamania the, U, you know, as uh, uh, Cassidy regains the upper the old, hand. The old Little Rascals gag, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cassidy nails a diving crossbody, then goes to the satellite DDT, but Lethal blocks and snaps off a dragon screw, then drop kicks his still steps into his leg before picture in picture. Uh, and then uh, we see Lethal return from break, still working over the leg as he hits an avalanche dragon screw, then locks into figure four, but Orange does get the rope break. Uh, Cassidy starts a comeback with a stun dog millionaire and back handsprings into another satellite dbt attempt but lethal counters with a lethal combination for two very cool yeah, counter yeah, yeah and I, was, I mean because you saw that he was like i was like what is he doing he keeps yeah never seen him do so something like that the, when you did the back row i'm like oh that was pretty dope and you're like uh all for not yeah, yeah right <laughs> but it, yeah it was, it was dope you don't yeah. see the lethal combination too much he's yeah exactly uh lethal goes for a hail to the king but cassidy wisely rolls out the way then regains control with a diving ddt uh he counters a figure four attempt with a small package but misses an orange punch before lethal super kicks the back of his leg yeah. then hits the lethal injection for the win uh post-match we pretty, see Satin, pretty good match though yeah, the crowd uh, was really into it yeah, yeah more competitive than i than well the crowd was really putting him over too yeah for sure yeah uh ohio is a wrestling state i will say that um for sure 
like bar none. Like I mean, Cleveland, Columbus, well, well, Dayton. Well, there's some. I mean, yeah, you got the Callahans, you got Moxley, you got mm-hmm. the Johnny Garganos. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, you yeah. Got even the in that sense, but yeah, yeah, you I'm got thinking even of... from a fandom sense, you know. Oh, I mean? that's so, true. Yeah. there's a lot of wrestlers. I mean, Miz, fucking yeah. But uh, post match, we got Satnam and Sanjay. They come down to the ring with uh, Dutt verbally dressing down Cassidy in the process. Then he mock interviews Lethal about Wardlow. He says Wardlow stuck his nose in their business last week on Rampage, all to protect his new friend in Orange Cassidy, and then threatens to break Orange's leg with a figure four. And we see the best friends rush down ahead of Wardlow to make the save before he storms down to chase off the heels. Sanjay grabs a mic and calls out Wardlow for wanting to fight Lethal after he just had a match, then challenges him on his behalf for the TNT title at Saturday's Battle the belts wardlow welcomes columbus ohio to his world and accepts the challenge so yeah i thought that, i was like oh, this must be his uh acknowledge me yeah that's what a lot of people were saying too but you know what but it wasn't isn't bad. he from ohio yeah 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 so i mean it that's sense. what i was gonna say like it depends if he does it again mm-hmm. then i guess that might that might be a thing but, yeah you know uh next we get the in-ring segment and the return of the undisputed elite uh as a full unit uh, it's story time with adam cole baby as he describes how great it feels to be back with his friends but reveals he and kyle are still not medically cleared to compete so a great faction takes more than a great leader it takes chemistry and talent which they all have in spades and uh he says that it takes loyalty because loyalty equates to power and success and then he tells the bucks which clearly he was watching last week's episode when they kind of oh, flirted okay with so Oh, yeah, I was. I didn't know if you had caught up. No, I'm so like three I, episodes back, but, but yeah, I, I could tell there's something with that. With, yeah, yeah, uh, on the, BTE, right? It's literally the opening scene. It's just him. What he doesn't say even say anything. It's just him. You just hear the audio of him watching on the laptop. Uh-huh. The whole thing of between the exchange of happy birthdays and all that. Yeah, and then like them getting told about the trios thing, mm-hmm. and then that yeah so yeah and then he just kind of just closes it. the laptop and that's it. Oh, okay, but you could tell something. Yeah, he doesn't. He, do, he doesn't smile. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it's just, uh, he, he basically tells them, you know what? You guys cannot enter the trios tournament if you don't plan to team with Bobby Fish. And then switches his tone and says, actually, you won't physically be capable of doing so. And then Red Dragon attacks the Bucks. Fish and Cole attack the Bucks and Cutler and then attempt to pilmanize Matt around his neck. But Hangman rushes down with a lead pipe in hand to chase off the undisputed elite with butterflies on his jeans. Uh, Paige stares down the UE. Uh, so weird to say that. Undisputed elite on the ramp before slowly turning to face the Bucks. Then all Offering to help Matt to his feet, Matt does accept, and the two exchange a nod as Paige returns up the ramp, and Matt regroups with Nick and Color. What I love about that is he just ran down there and didn't wait for his music to build up. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, oh, there he goes. <laughs> like people went nuts when he when he ran down. But I mean, that yeah, was the I'm right surprised thing to do. It, I, I felt like they were gonna wait another like stretch it out maybe a week or something yeah. because they just came back. I almost thought it was gonna be Omega. But... I'm not gonna lie, but yeah. yeah. So uh, next we get a backstage promo. John Moxley says the last survivor of the heart dungeon meets the first survivor of the BCC later tonight for a chance to dance with the baddest some bitch in the game. So he doesn't care whether he faces his friend <laughs> or his enemy, because when the bell rings, he has no respect for anybody, no matter what day it is. He just wants to hurt his opponent when he's in the ring, whether he paints the mat with your blood or litters it with your teeth. He won't stop until someone goes to the hospital himself included. When all is said and done, the BCC is going to make the heart dungeon look like a daycare. Whether it's Yuta or Jericho, both men know him well enough to know they better be ready for him next week. Dude, this is a great promo. Yeah, it really was. 
Sometimes I, w- I worry that he wanders, but he, then he brings it back. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, so, no, yeah this, was, this was great. Yeah. Christian Cage, backstage segment. Footage is shown of Cage being interviewed by Tony Schiavone earlier <laughs> in the day when uh, where he criticizes Jungle Boy for dragging his personal life into their feud as it's something he oh, would never, do ever do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cage continues to respond when uh, we see uh, Jungle Boy drive a car into his interview, then tries to jump out and attack him, but he's immediately restrained by security. We see Cage egg on security to have him banned from the arena while uh, Jungle Boy threatens to kill him that, that that was the definition of pulling up on somebody yeah real talk, <laughs> yeah, real talk. yeah oh like i just happened to pull up oh there he is right there there you go right there i had to go to us right there yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's now or never type of thing uh this was a good match man tag team match <laughs> team dmd Britt baker and jamie Hayter with uh rebel uh yeah. taking on thunderstorm let me ask you something yeah what, that entrance gear was that not a was that that looked like that was her version of cody's entrance gear it's see, it's hard to say that because Cody has done the same motif, but it is it not from the boys? Oh, that's true. You know, well, I mean? well he claims it's not. He said it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he what, kept saying it wasn't. What is this? Something Lander? Homelander. Home, yeah, Homelander. Yeah. He said it wasn't. I mean, because what it was was the shoulder tassels I seen. Yeah. So I was like, that looks like. But I was but like, it, it looked good. But, but, but yeah, but both of them finally matching. It looked great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was a good match too. Definitely. Uh, commentary note: Rose's uh, 140 day title reign. Storm is currently ranked she at number know. one, and Hater was ranked at number four. Yeah. Uh, Baker goes for an immediate lockjaw. Rosa manages to escape and then counter a crossface with a back suplex. Rosa hits Hater with a pair of basement drop kicks against the ropes and uses quick tags with Storm to double team and maintain control of the match. Uh, Hater yanks Storm off the apron to prevent a tag, then double teams Rose with Baker during picture-in-picture. Picture. We see Rosa return from the break with a big jumping stunner, then tags in Storm for a diving crossbody on Hater and a Tornado DDT to Baker from the apron to the floor. Uh, Hater with a two-for-one suplex to Thunderstorm before Rosa hits Baker with a DVD and then tries a spike fire thunder driver, but Rebel distracts her, allowing Britt to hit Storm with an avalanche air raid siren. Uh, Team DMD hit a lariat curb stomp combo and cover, but Rosa breaks up the pin with a diving, sh- uh, diving foot stomp uh, out of nowhere then the crowd begins to cheer all four women as rosa and baker have a final face down uh brick counters a fire thunder driver with an air raid siren but runs into a uh, a corner tornado ddt from storm who runs into an irish curse from hater and all ladies are down team dmd gets and that irish curse yeah Forget about it. Dude, people were like, yo, she broke her back. (laughs) I was like, man. Word. Uh, Team DMD gets stereo German suplex by Thunderstorm. Then Tony hits both Brit and Hater in the corner with back-to-back hip attacks. She lines up Baker for one more, but accidentally hits her partner when Brit pulls Rosa into harm's way before Hater hits the ripcord lariat for the win. This was a good match. Um, Yeah, gave him some good time. I just wish they had a better build to it because all all these weird – little pre-recorded interviews where they had a, a Britt Baker doing a bunch of like ward pun and yeah oh, that, that shit was so weak dude like this whole yeah the, like, yeah, the build has been really be scattered stale. showers ha 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 yeah yeah like, it's been, or whatever yeah. the fuck they were you know what I mean and I'm sandbags just, and all that yeah. oh god yeah and then terrible. I saw that she uh, Thunder Rosa kind of had a she had a shirt that said like Thunder Rosa sandbagging sent something like she's throwing that claim uh, in people's faces so. maybe oh Cause, cause maybe, that maybe two, that's what she was trying to I say I think it was a two for okay. one like oh for thunderstorms and don't we know how you are in the rink type of thing so I, I didn't even think about that because yeah they said that she sandbagged Marina right yeah like, that was the whole thing supposedly and Britt liked that tweet when someone said that so 
Uh, kind of crazy. Maybe it has a new life to it now. Who knows? Well, go ahead. My bad. Uh, we get a, a, a brief vignette uh, for Sammy G and Tay Conte. Uh, Tay Conte, I should say, not Conte. Uh, about the, uh, getting married. A vignette plays. They're in Paris. So, you know, basically telling them be mad because they're not there this week. They're prepping for the wedding. And it gets interrupted by Eddie Kingston backstage. He says, Sammy knows, uh, you know, he should know that no one cares about him getting married. And uh, he's got a receipt coming to him soon. It mentions he's already signed a match contract for All Out. And urges Sammy to do the same uh, once he's done with all his wedding business. What's the date on All Out? What is it, the 5th or something? Uh, it's usually the first Se- weekend. September 5th or something? Yeah, it's usually the first weekend of... Uh, yeah, I was surprised that they were already starting to build, but I'm like, well, I guess it's like a month away. Yeah. So... Let me see if I can see. I mean, yeah, like it's yeah, gonna if be, you can find it later... It's either the 3rd or the or the 10th. If it's the 3rd? <laughs> I gotta go to a wedding. Golly. Oh, <laughs> So I'm gonna have that in the tuck. Uh, that, that, oh, hey, that's mute. like when that's like when Takeover Chicago happened <laughs> during my wedding. Did you hear? Did you hear? Oh man! Oh no, it's a fake. CM Punk's not yeah, really uh, there. That's so funny. Only <laughs> in my only in my wedding would there be. Uh, that's the only time it'd be acceptable. Rumors and innuendo. Yeah. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs has a match against uh, a guy named Ren Jones. Uh, Taz announces on commentary. Team Taz yeah. is officially done and dead, which broke my Whew. heart. I, well, is, yeah, I was definitely wanting to get your opinion on that because yeah. I, I, I didn't see it going that way. I was sad about that because now I feel like the FTW. Title is meaningless. Well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, I, not I, I that think, it had I a think, lot, of, you know, but you know, I, mean. I think he could still manage his son, yeah, which is a good look with the FTW title. That's probably, but, but out of all the things that we the uh, possibilities we talked about last week, we didn't even think about them just totally disbanding. No, never, never. So, but he does wish all members uh, the best of luck uh, in AEW. Yeah. We see uh, Hobbs immediately clobber Ren with a body avalanche in the corner. He asks the crowd where it's Ricky before hitting Ren with a leaping Oklahoma stampede. And then he just hits a standing lariat to Ren, I guess, to send a message. This is what I did to Ricky. I don't know. It was kind of weak. Then uh, executes I, I a kneeling. I think he was trying to, Ricky. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> But uh, he, he does execute a kneeling pin for the win. And then post-match, we, see, uh, we hear Starks' music hit, and he races down the ramp. I was going to say, he's another guy that didn't waste time. Yeah. like And he, uh, yeah, he rushes down to exchange rounds with Hobbs, but uh, ultimately gets distracted by the referee before getting laid out with a yeah, spine buster. Yeah, I was buster. like, he, why are you pushing the referee, fam? Yeah. He gets laid out with a spine buster yeah. uh, for his troubles, though. This is going to be a good feud. I have a feeling, a yeah. good feeling about it. Yeah. So. Uh, good we for get both a, of them. We get a vignette from Miro. He says, uh, my yeah. God, what can I trust? Did you send the visit? that has been talking to me she's been telling me things how do i tell the difference anymore your pagans rely on costumes when it comes to men miro doesn't need a mask he just needs time because in the end everyone reveals themselves and you know the redeemer will too so, so very a lot of intrigue with that i i have a theory about this because i finally saw what you're talking about with the when you showed him with the eye and the, yeah. the, the i think that because he got spewed with the oh i think maybe his, he's starting to get paint on his eye because if you notice it only showed half his face in, in that whole yeah you know, promo. I, I was gonna say the yeah. light was and only a lot on, of it on, was footage too yeah. yeah the light was only on this side and you didn't see this part of his face i, was yeah, like, I, I feel like i feel that, like yeah. he has like you know the little symbiote okay yeah, growing on his face yeah. whatever, you know what i mean gotcha. uh, so, well, uh rolling on with some vignettes we get darby allen uh we hear this buzzing sound is, and i'll yeah. get to it darby talks about being the one who pushed uh tk to sign brody king and knows that that fact eats him alive brody claims he needs nothing from darby but the truth is he has everything he has now because of him and it's why he's trying to build his name off of him he wants brody to remember he asked for this match and promises his hand will be the last thing he sees before shutting the lid on his coffin and he raises his right hand to reveal the words the coffin drops on Brody King uh, tattooed to his palm. So. I mean, you know, and, and again, if you guys are listening or paying attention to what's been going on, he also got a tattoo of a, a tombstone with yeah. Darby's name on it, pretty essentially. Yeah. 
But I, you know what? This looks like a pretty good build. Yeah. Um, and then just the the match art for it was awesome. Yeah, very awesome. Um, so I'm wondering. Yeah, I can't wait to see the. Is that it all the out? Paint. Uh, no, it's um that's next week at what? Quake they by should, the Lake. They should save that. Yeah, that's the thing. I just feel like the coffin match. We just had one with him and Andrade like two months ago. So that I, was, just, no, I, just I think it was a little bit love more than that. Maybe yeah, probably you might be right on that, but it just feels like it's. You're giving it away too much on free Cause TV. Because he, he did it with Ethan Page, too, didn't he? Yeah. And I don't think he's Is it the third one? This is the third one, and I don't Holy think any shit. of them have ever been on a pay-per-view. Holy shit. You know what I mean? But uh, we get Christian Cage taking on Matt Hardy. Uh, Matt starts the match with a double-leg takedown on Cage, and then Christian uh, he knocks down Christian from the top rope to the apron to the floor. Uh, we see Hardy with a alley-oop powerbomb. We don't see that enough. Uh, and, for, uh, and then continues to fight outside before Cage shoves him back first into the still steps and follows with a Foley-like knee smash before picture-in-picture. Picture. Uh, we see Cage uh, nail Matt with a swinging neck breaker that continues to grind him down during picture-in-picture. Picture. Uh, uh, Matt returns from break with a death Superplex for two, then hits a diving pointed elbow from the second rope. Uh, Cage counters a twist of fate with a pendulum kick in the corner, then hits a diving headbutt before Matt bounces back with a, a side effect for two. He then hits another side effect to Cage on the apron and then moves the timekeeper's table closer to the ring and then goes for a diving elbow drop from the apron but misses and goes through the table, allowing Cage to get him back in the ring and hit the kill switch for the win. Post-match, we see Cage grab two chairs from under the ring and tease a concerto when uh, we see Luchasaurus's uh, uh, music hit and he starts to make his uh, way slowly down the ramp but now uh, we see Jungle Boy actually sneak in from behind into the ring and rip the chair from uh, Christian's hands but he runs off and chases him out into the crowd before uh, any contact hey made. man that guy got great timing like yeah he- that fool, like his his in ring is timeless. You know what I love is his shirt, and I meant to bring this up a couple of weeks ago. It the, went from outwork everywhere yeah, to worked out- everyone, yeah, or yeah, right. It just says worked everyone. It worked think, everyone, right? yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I love love no, the subtlety. I mean, because my thing was like, I'm like, how long did you plan this out? Word, or did that just fall into your lap? Yeah, seriously. Because I love both mm-hmm. possibilities. Because that's what's great about wrestling. Sometimes the greatest things just are on accident. You yeah, know what I mean, not so. seriously, seriously. Uh, so we got uh, Daniel Garcia backstage segment. He says his win Popping over his shit too. Yeah, word says his win over Danielson last week was the biggest in AEW history. Period. Then brags about submitting the American Dragon. Declares himself the Dragon Slayer and greatest technical sports entertainer of all time. Before telling Brian he has his number now and dares him to return. Very short, but really effective. Uh, and then we get a little recap. Uh, looks like uh, Pac was uh, defending his title again for Rev Pro, the yeah, All Atlantic title against uh, Connor Mills. And then uh, they were showing some footage where, yeah, I guess Kip Sabian was there. We've been seeing him wearing the whole box, underrated, underappreciated. He's been doing this for almost like over a year now. Yeah. And at first we used to see him in some of the, you know, in the arena. Yeah. You know, when He'd it was just the, talent. He, he would he would yeah. show up randomly on the, on the Sammy G uh yeah, vlog. A vlog, but he wouldn't be. He'd be. He'd have the box on. Yeah, he'd be in the remember, background, just mm-hmm. walk by. Yeah, I remember Jericho one time pointed him out or called talk called him Boxhead on commentary for yeah. Rampage, and so they noted, which I didn't know because none of the recap yeah. have said this that apparently he's been following yeah, him everywhere to every defense sitting there. So. I'm curious to see where that goes yeah, because I want to know what happens when he takes that box off A and B. I true. was thinking the other day, that's a guy who would have been perfect for that tournament. I mean, that, that that's a guy, that and the fact that he's just kind of just been missing for what? Because there has been no creator for him? 
I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, mean, I, mean, I mean, he was hurt for a while, and then. I don't, but but yeah. but you got to think about how like what think about everything Marrow's done since then. Yeah, yeah, seriously. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how I put it into perspective. But yeah, I yeah, mean, that's it is, a good way to look at it's it. It's interesting yeah. because I definitely want to see what they got for him, and I'm wondering if he's been getting paid to be under a box this whole time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, real talk. And then it's also like curious to think would it have been effective if he ran in in that fatal four way to to. Call, I mean, I like where this Miro House of Black, but you could have mm-hmm. got some money back on mm-hmm. that whole thing having them cost Miro. The Miro's got a, a hurdle before he can get back in the mix with the All Atlantic title, but then it also gives Kip or, ter- or returning Kip a gateway to that title too. Yeah, because you know I mean? it's in his personal business, so it's not just like this on a whim. I, I want to be next. Fuck you, I'm skipping the line shit. It's like, dude, you're the one who put me out. Exactly. Well, I got two uh, segments, uh, some match announcements, and two big matches left, so I'll get through those. Uh, we got Ethan Page, man, and this I gotta I gotta bring this up, which is interesting that he got mic time because earlier in the week or last week he had you know was promoting for his match against Leon Ruffin for Rampage, and he in the way he tweeted was. Hey, look, dot, 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 Ethan Page actually gets TV time this week, exclamation mark. Nice change of pace at work, if you ask me. Keep up the great work at AW with a thumbs-up emoji. Can't wait to do this again in five weeks. So it was, it was like, really? Damn. Yeah. So did you watch Rampage where he actually did the student versus teacher match with Lee, uh, Lee Moriarty and Matt Seidel? No, I didn't get a chance to watch that. So he ended up winning, beating Seidel. And what's his name was at ringside. He ended, he finally ended up accepting the card, the business card from Lee. Lee did okay. Yeah. It sounded like it on commentary. Okay, for sure. Um, yeah. So we see Ethan Page in ring segment. Yes, why he's not on TV anymore, or has an action figure, or has his face plastered on the TV trucks. And we see cameras actually catch Stokely Hathaway making his way down to the ring. As you were just bringing up his name. Yeah. Uh, he runs down. Uh, Ethan runs down the fans for not buying his merch and says he deserves better. And every week he's not on TV. AEW's leaving money on the table. Page finally sees Stokely in the ring and then asks. Why he's there, and then Hathaway just kind of asks what he's doing, and then whispers in his ear, and offers Page's business card. He accepts the card and eventually exits up the ramp, uh, up the ramp with Hathaway. So that should be an interesting pairing, yeah, that, yeah. and that lets me know, okay, cool, American Top Team is done, Men of the Year is done, but I really wish Scorpio was the one that well, was pairing. I was going to say that was what's interesting to me is the fact that he was out there alone when, and then that happened when I know you were just talking about like, oh, I think maybe Scorpio would be a good guy to add, mm-hmm. with, you know, including the Jade stuff too you know so yeah definitely but yeah this is interesting uh i'm wondering if anyone in that crew if they're going to be like together or they're going to be just individual acts yeah that that will be that'll be interesting to see how that works because i wouldn't be i wouldn't i mean if you think about it scorpio and ethan didn't really tag much unless it was uh darby and sting you yeah, know yeah there's no or, reason why they couldn't uh, win for the titles right or exactly like that always baffled me or or i think they te- right they tagged for the inner circle stuff right yeah i think they did um and so that always got me it's like well why do you got these guys and you're using them as singles guys and then it's like they take turns trying to chase the same title so <laughs> yeah. you might as you know so if they're used to that anyway competition you know that helps with, with, with the overall stable yeah you know, sharp, they, it sharpens iron if so. they're just two single guys and then all right i guess fuck. yeah I, mean, be, I wouldn't be mad at that if that's where it goes you know yeah hey i got a good reference stokely <laughs> you know because I, mean? I don't see lee moriarty meshing with ethan page you know what i mean no ethan page demands more uh from stokely than he than we could want 
to see from Lee. And the thing is, is Ethan doesn't need him as a, as a mouthpiece at all. No. So, I don't think so either. Uh, we get a backstage segment, the JAS. We get Daddy Magic telling Tony the idea <laughs> no of Jericho. No one makes my nipples hard. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> is the idea of Jericho being a week away from becoming oh, the champion for the second time. Uh, while uh, Cool Hand Ange tells Tony it's time he and the AEW Galaxy uh, acknowledge them as the greatest faction in the history of sports entertainment. And then touts adding Anna to the ranks, who uh, calls herself the sexiest and toughest improved it when she checked out not checked out choked out ruby soho last week then threatens to choke tony out and the cameraman before choking out a backstage hand that i guess was passing by just so, ran some random yeah so I, it was entertaining though did you see the, the tweets oh man that man's living the dream <laughs> yeah getting choked out by energy i'm I, like dude calm geez, down geez. yeah yeah bro i'm okay. like calm I down can't. dude like y'all y'all are just oh, yeah. Well, you know, they used to, instead of calling listen, Let as we in. get to this next match, Dumpster Match, I'm, I'm the a, Acclaimed I'm, I'm versus a, the Gun Club, and right off the bat, yep. first off, yep. I mean, once I heard they was a Dumpster Match, not la- you know when I watched it, but when I heard it got announced, oh, yeah, immediately you, yeah, I go- So the video was on Rampage. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Immediately I go, man, I haven't heard of that since yep. the New Age Outlaws Chainsaw versus Charlie Cactus and Chainsaw Charlie, right? You know, or, yeah. or Terry Funk. I don't know if there's been another one after that. I, I don't think, you know. And so seeing it on the ramp and then Billy coming out was kind of, it was really cool, I will say. Yeah, that was cool. But uh, uh, Billy Gunn gets attacked on the ramp with a trash can by Bowen's mid-entrance, and then they whip him hard into the dumpster before using a trash can on the gun club as well. Then Max cues their music and proceeds to kick some bars to the crowd's delight about retiring uh, their opponents like Vince McMahon, McMahon. Yeah. and uh, something about Biden's COVID status before being interrupted by the gun club. Because he he, he tested positive. He oh, tested he did. positive, okay. got over it, and tested positive again right after it. <sighs> course yeah uh austin slams the dumpster lid repeatedly onto bowens's back before double power bombing him into the dumpster with his brother colton uh cookie sheets and trash cans are exchanged during uh picture in picture as austin hits his version of the shake rattle and roll yeah. for some cheap heat uh austin and bowens return from break fighting on top of the dumpster when uh, austin actually uh hurls him off the dumpster and onto four trash cans on the ramp uh then we see gun club that find was a, a tough spot. yeah that was a tough spot i was gonna say gun club find a table and set it up on the ramp before colton hits uh bowens with the colt 45 on yeah the i was surprised way. yeah uh austin uh then climbs the tron to go for a mic drop as colton lays bowens on the table but he escapes as max emerges behind austin and hurls him off the tunnel on, <laughs> he, into the dumpster he took the whoa, the wussiest spot into that dumpster <laughs> <laughs> that was like a movie spot like dude, the way took, someone would, would get thrown off of like a, a, a roof uh, uh, no it, it looked like he jumped off uh like a swimming pool like a, like a, uh, not, like diving, board. a diving board yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he was just like do oh. the pencil real quick yeah. yeah he just hit a little yeah yeah uh bowens <laughs> then lays colton across the table and yeah, uh, that was a tight spot because i was like I, I hope he doesn't like hurt himself i thought yeah. the dumpster was too close yeah word uh, as Max hits the mic drop, elbow drop off the tunnel through a table, and then the Acclaim add uh, him to the dumpster and close the lid for the win. Post-match, we see the Acclaim zip-tie the dumpster shut, which is right when I was like, uh-oh. Uh, yeah. And we see uh, you know, the gun club is still inside. as They uh, they struggle a bit just to clear the way, but they shove it off the stage, and it flipped. It didn't do all that back in the day. You know no, what I mean? like, it, it just went... Or it just went... And, and uh, on the side exactly because when I saw it flip on its I back. was like oh shit and you can see almost somebody starting to come out before he hit the car well it was, in my head I'm like good thing they zip tied the fucking door well, yeah, yeah yeah word word um, um, but yeah they shove it right off the stage as a callback to again the uh, original dumpster match that I think made it famous tornado style which is Cactus Jack Chainsaw Charlie the, or, or t- Terry Funk and Mick Foley taking on the New Age Outlaws man Um, one thing you didn't mention I don't know if you noticed mm-hmm you notice they were dressed like the New Age Outlaws? 
what I noticed was well, well, he Mac, had, Max Max had the old school road dog design on his tights. Oh, okay. And then he had and uh, Bowens had the lime green with the the oh, pink trim. Was, I didn't realize he so was going he, for that. Yeah, like, when okay, you look, you're like, because when I saw, I was like, why is he? I'm like, because I I felt oh. like the, that's what the Gun Club were doing. Because if you realize they no. were wearing what they wore in that match, like yeah, like Ex, I think uh, Excalibur uh, he incorrectly said, oh, I guess he's wearing what he would assume a a service yeah, for, we're going to wear. At first, I thought I was like, is he going for the, the, the Duke Drozzy look? And, yeah. I, and I looked, I'm like, no, nah, that ain't it. Yeah. Like, but that's I, what yeah. Road Dog wore. Yeah. And then, if you notice, Colton had his hair braided yeah. as well. So, yeah, I did uh, that. And he had just the tights, which Billy wore. So I thought yeah. it was a cool little callback all the way around. And I'm yeah. not going to lie, with all this talk, I mean, Road Dog's been making a lot of comments lately, which he needs to kind of chill if he's Word. supposedly begging for a job from Tony Khan, which that. is his words. Yeah. But he keeps being critical of the product. Like There are some things that, that are in dire need of of my help like and it's like road chill man like i'm not saying you haven't done things but there's not a lot of things people can go road dog's the one that wrote that he's he's the well, one that made I mean, that like you know what i mean in but, terms but of to like, be fair they wouldn't there's they wouldn't because a lot of it they wouldn't know if he did or not yeah, you know yeah. what i mean but sometimes you hear like you know who came up with this who, who came oh yeah who yeah, came yeah, up with true. this finish or who who's who came up with who, this who, match or whatever who, like look at the brain on this guy yeah you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. and so i almost half expected road dog to come in this match, well, I mean, like you, in a dumpster and as a guest, and and like and run in or something. Well, I'm not gonna lie, I I honestly thought that he was gonna show up at the battle. Oh, okay, like, and maybe host it. That would have been mm, because the, you know, I don't know if you saw who hosted it. Yeah, yeah, I saw a little scrappy. A lot of people were going off about well, like well, Wale well, he, is a, is a way better than well. The well, the thing, like, well, people don't know is he's been doing these rap and wrestling shows. He's been booked for like I guess so. I guess he's actually been like getting involved in matches and shit. Yeah, no, see, so, I, yeah, so I, 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 I saw that I think not it was too in, long ago, and I think it's in Atlanta when they were in yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. It's good cross promotion. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. To it me, made sense. It, it made sense. It's just a lot, not enough people in the know. They just wanted to and, and people in Atlanta know who scrappy is. Yeah. So yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we get uh, some match announcements. Uh, this is crazy. So uh, it's announced Madison Rain will make a debut so, on AW Rampage, and I have more on this. Yeah, though. I was about to say. I think uh, it's probably the same. She was announced as going to be a new one of the new coaches for the yeah, women's division. Yeah, for the AW Women's Division and yeah. possibly the ROH Women's Division as oh, well. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, TK did make a clear quote on Busted Open Radio. I'm not saying she wouldn't wrestle anymore, and obviously we're kind of open to it. We have other people in the office who do wrestle as part of this schedule, so I'm definitely open to it, which I'm guessing lends you know probably to like the. QTs and the Chris Daniels and and or Danielson and or no, no Christopher Daniels and Mark Henry mm-hmm. or not Mark uh, Paul White you know what I mean like like some of those guys that get physical from uh, every now and then but yeah uh, I thought that was crazy we also get a tag I team think Q- match QT too right yeah I said QT oh you did so yeah, yeah. Uh, we get Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland uh, Swerve and our glory taking on Tony a new team of Tony Nice and uh, Josh Woods it looks like it's uh, for the is it for the titles? I no, think so. I mean, oh no, it's a it's a street fight. Is what it is. Okay, okay yeah, this rampage actually looks pretty good. Yeah, and then we got John Moxley taking on Mance Warner, who I believe yeah, won a. Uh, I'm trying to think who who it was he beat in the match. I can't remember who. He's 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 uh, he has some MLW ties as well as GCW. Yeah. As well. I'm trying to remember. It was a veteran. Built uh, Bully Ray. He beat Bully Ray in some sort of a mm. battle royal to get this uh, uh, opportunity. But yeah, so man, yeah, I've seen Mance Warner's name uh, quite a bit on the independent scene. But yeah, he will go into an eliminary match against uh, interim world champion John Moxley. And then uh, next week on Dynamite, we got Quake by the Lake, the aforementioned uh, 
coffin match. Brody King taking on Darby Allen. We have a trios match. Uh, I'm not a trios match. I'm sorry, a tag team match. Lucha Brothers uh, taking on Andrade Iladolo and Roosh. Uh, we got Finally. G- yeah, we got Jay Cargill having an open challenge for the TBS Championship. And then we have John Moxley uh, set to take on, obviously, the winner of Chris Jericho or Wheeler Yuta. Um, and then Battle of the Belts on Saturday, uh, we got Claudio Castagnoli, a first title defense taking on Konosuke uh, Takeshita and uh, a, uh, yeah, to defend that ROH title. Uh, we got uh, Thunder Rosa defending her title against Jamie Hayter. And then uh, Wardlow, as we said, accepted earlier in the night to uh, defend his uh, TNT title against Jay Lethal. This brings us whew, uh, to the, uh, I feel like Scalab wrote these ads. Yeah, it, let, me, let me ask, you said that it, it's... Um... Quake by the Lake that that is going to be open open challenge for the TBS title. Yep, for Jade. So okay, that means what's her name should answer it and finally beat her, right? Who? Um, Athena. I would think so, but I don't understand. They, they've been stretching that shit out for no yeah, reason. yeah for no reason. And I remember Stokely even pointed out like I mean we gave we gave an open challenge to you guys in the step up. So I don't know what it is. So that's I mean besides lazy booking. booking. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We'll see. But uh, we get the main event, man. Chris Jericho with uh, 2.0 in his corner momentarily, uh, and uh, taking on Wheeler Yuta of the uh, you know Blackpool Combat Club. Regal joining commentary per usual during Yuta's entrance. And then we see Claudio enter after Jericho's entrance to be in Wheeler's corner and even up the odds a bit, uh, which is funny because he's like, I could take both y'all. That's <laughs> kind of how that came off to me. Did you did you see how the how this even came about on Rampage? Uh, with yeah 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 uh, yeah. It, but you know what? I, I got to be honest. It just reminded me of the whole bit with Scorpio Sky when he called him lay bitch, like the way no he, no he no 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 him. no. He didn't say lay bitch. That that was Isaiah Cassidy that said they called him lay bitch. He did that after Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio. He said I'm a. He's the one that originated that lay champion the lay bitch line. I I could have swore that was his Isaiah. Because that, that was that was like his big, like his big promo moment at that time before huh. winning the World Tag Team Championship. I wonder if they I both. Wonder if they both said it. I, th- I believe when we com- when we reported on it, I think at the time we said he I, he borrowed it from Sky. Is how I reported it. it but we'll he, see. I, I'm gonna see if I can look I it mean, up. As two watches that you're talking about, you know. Yeah, what, I mean? two, <laughs> what happened? Oh, anyway, uh, you to re- uh, respond to a slap from Jericho with a flick to his broken nose, and then continues exchanging with them before Chris takes the yeah, powder. Yeah, I was surprised he was wrestling with the nose. Yeah, man. And stay. Uh, Ange gets caught uh, pulling Yuta's boot from ringside, and then uh, him and uh, Daddy Magic get ejected from ringside by Aubrey Edwards uh, before Jericho crotches Wheeler on the top rope to regain control. He mocks the BCC by raining down hammer and anvil uh, elbows of his own, then flips off the crowd uh, during picture in picture. Awesome. Yuta uh, uh, has a comeback but gets interrupted when both men go for a cross body and collide with each other. And then we see Yuta maintain the waist lock while snapping off five German suplexes in a row. Uh, but Jericho responds with the walls of Jericho in the center of the ring. Yuta is able to escape and hit three suicide dives in a row, then follows with a diving crossbody for two. But Jericho grounds him with a butterfly backbreaker. Haven't seen him do that in a while. And oh, then, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he hit the diving uh, cross in or, in or out the ring? Uh, in the ring. Back in the ring. Yeah, yeah. The, Okay. Yeah. Jericho misses a lion salt, but catches Yuta in midair with a code breaker for a very near fall. Mm. Uh, Jericho starts the elbows again, but Yuta counters and applies a regal lock. Uh, Jericho distracts the ref by grabbing for his bat, which allows him to low blow Yuta behind her back. Uh, he then misses the Judas effect, allowing a seatbelt pin attempt from Yuta, but Jericho counters and stomps Wheeler's head a couple times Ooh. before applying the lion tamer for the win. Post-match, Jericho refuses to let go of the hold until Mox's music hits and he gets chased 
out the ring. Uh, Jericho then grabs Mike and tells Mox he just unleashed the demon and opened Pandora's box by requesting to face the Lionheart version of Chris Jericho and vows to stretch the shit out of him next week and walk out oh. as new AEW champion. Uh, did he tap or pass out? He tapped. Really? Yeah. Fuck, that sucks. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, but it's the Lion Tamer, bro. He kneeled and everything. Yeah. Like, 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 if you don't see if you didn't get a chance to watch it... Yeah, no, that's the only match I didn't get yeah, to watch. Yeah, bro, the torque on that, like, when he won't okay, let go... Okay, I'll, I'll check it, it out. It's, it's, yeah. was, was anybody at ringside for him, or he was Dolo? He, he had Claudio, but I think once the other two got ejected, I didn't see if, like, Claudio left because he was like, okay, I'm not needed here. You know mm. what I'm saying? But... Um, well, yeah, one because uh, I, I noticed he wasn't there ringside at the end of the match, and I didn't know what happened. So I think it'd be kind of cool whenever I don't know what's up with Danielson, but if he whatever title he'd win, like a single title, it'd be cool. It'd be like they're the top dogs. Him and Moxley have like the two big titles for mm-hmm. uh, AEW, and then you know they have the pure in the world title for yeah, ROH. that would be dope. Yeah, they kind of have control of both both little squad. You know what I mean? I, would, I would not be mad at that because though. I was even thinking like even if Mox ends up losing the title to Punk, like maybe tag titles with him and uh, and Danielson. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm even wondering if he is going to lose the title to Jericho because I don't know what Jericho does past Eddie Kingston, and then now we see Eddie Kingston is having to branch out and face Sammy Guevara. Oh, you, you, which, you don't think they're going to do a uh, Mox versus Punk? I think. I think that's the plan, but I'm I'm just entertaining what could happen. That's you true, because it's not like those two haven't fought before, but I don't know if people want to see that at yeah. this stage in both their careers. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, we talk about that whole botched beer bottle incident. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, was that it? Yeah, that, that, that mm. was the end of AEW Dynamite. I'm definitely looking forward to see what the matchups are going to be towards this build for All Out. Yeah. Um. I mean, we already know the finals of the trios tournament will be there, so that'd be great. Well, I don't know. They said that they're they're not they're not. Um, oh, 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 just in general, as yeah, far yeah. as not knowing who's yeah, going to be in it, just the finals. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say yeah because the I mean, if, if Bobby's the only one that's cleared, I don't even know. How, I mean, do you think they're going to push back the tournament until they're? Cleared? I think what they'll do is stretch out the tournament, stretch out the opening round. Yeah, right? yeah, that's yeah. that's what I think. Probably have them fight last. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, for sure. Because, They're I mean, probably going to try to buy like two more weeks, maybe. Unless he, that was just a ruse. I mean, because he, he definitely pulled off a super kick. I mean, yeah, but it was basement super kick. It's not much. It's not as high. He doesn't have to cock was his, his, his. Yeah, because Matt was on his on his knees. He, pause because that, that was the rule, right? Or the the rumor supposed he was either it was because it was yeah. a concussion because he was either that or the labrum. Was yeah, I mean it stressed. was it was both for sure. Whew. I mean, I just think the concussion is what kept him out for the long, mm. the long term post uh, mm. the pay per view, I think. But Kyle, he didn't do much but a chop block. So that yeah, that, I noticed he he was real standoffish. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He so. must be uh, on one. But you know what I was thinking? Like before we get into these these rolling credits here, man. Yeah. Yo, if Triple H is gonna be cool, and he he like, all right, Roddy, this is it. I'm gonna let you go. And then then we have Kenny Omega come back. And then we got the four on four. Yeah, undisputed elite versus the elite. I don't. I like imagine call, that at full gear. I don't like calling them undisputed elite, but it's just a way for them to still use the the UE unless yeah. WWE. You know, they probably own the hand gesture. I wonder if Paragon is going to be. That was horrible. Yeah, it, it is a. It, I mean, it's a dope word, but w- depending on what room you use it in, you know, what I'm saying and, and where it applies. But I yeah. think it depends on who's using it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. who who and, and who, how who are the people representing that for it to be mm-hmm. kind of you know what I mean? Because retribution didn't really. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, but anyways, that is the show. 
I want to thank y'all for doing what y'all always do, and that's tuning in to doing what we do, and that's entertaining y'all for y'all who maybe, you know, y'all, for the working man, you know, maybe you guys aren't uh, always up to date on the wrestling stuff. Maybe you guys don't have a uh, your own little revenue of wrestling news. We can, you know, put some perspective on certain yeah. things you may have heard or seen on the internet. Maybe you don't have streaming. Maybe you don't have the internet. Who knows? I, I mean, mean, you know, we're, we're here to, I mean, well, how are they hearing this? I mean, there are ways. <laughs> Carrier pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You got your homie's house Mor- who has internet. Morse code. FM radio. We here for you. FM radio don't need yeah. the internet. We don't so, discriminate. You know, you just need power. You have an outlet. Word. <laughs> uh, yeah, Modern word, world, word, baby. word document. That's another one. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to thank y'all for doing what you do, man. And support what we do, man. Because again, we love talking about this, breaking stuff down. We keep it unbiased. We keep it real. We keep it raw, unfiltered, man. Um, and yeah, we just call a spade a spade, man. You could always uh, support what we do by following us on, on social media to stay notified, stay in the know whenever we release an episode or uh what i'm about to announce right now but before i get into that i don't want to get ahead of myself follow us at the quincy jones show on instagram or quincy jones show on twitter or uh backslash the quincy jones show of course on uh tiktok as well as facebook um and uh, yeah man just get familiar with everything because uh quincy jones is coming man album coming and as of today as this drops new video dropping no no mercy no mercy I got my new shoes, new shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling real, real good. Yeah. The first visual for the album. Yeah. Uh, shout out to you, sir, for playing a great uh, co-star. Um, hey, it, 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 that was a f- the whole thing was fun. It was, yeah, it was for it, everybody involved. Very professional. It was it was strenuous as far as like trying to you know, the scheduling and everything, but when you really want to try to get something to put together, man. Yeah. If you want to do something, um, you, you find a way. Yeah, man. So, again, thank you for everybody involved, everyone that provided the venue, every, anyone, I mean, the various clothing brands that, that you know, provided some some wardrobe for the video as well. Um, and I don't want to give too much away. You guys, you know, it's it's, uh, it's a story, man. It's a story. And simply put, sometimes. It's a statement. Yeah, it, it's both. I mean, you know, you see a lot of people out here trying to, you know. Capitalize off something. Yeah, they're trying to capitalize, or monopolize, or something, or monetize, or something, all the above. But 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 they really capping off something. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. just, you know, as diehard wrestling fans, aficionados, people that are like, you know, real protective of this culture. Yeah, really you know, in the culture. Yeah, you know, I just this, this is kind of you know a little something to them. We ain't showing no mercy. Really contribute to the culture. Exactly. We we, yeah. we see y'all y'all y'all. You know, we see the blips on the screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, target lock, don't yeah. trip. You know, what I mean, don't it's just trip. trying to, you know, eradicate the uh, the bad vibes out of this culture, yeah. man. And well, not to take the, you know, the, the trigger off safety. I was waiting to surprise you with this, but I just was sent the email halfway through my review. Uh-oh. It says the Quincy Jones show has been submitted to Amazon, Apple Music, Media Net, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube Music, iHeartRadio, iTunes. I mean, Pandora, Spotify, Sheesh. Tidal, TikTok. And Twitch. I mean, and among other ones that I've never heard of. I don't know, not to discriminate to how global we are with this podcast, but just look it up. The Quincy Jones Show is coming soon. It's coming, man. Hopefully, I, I believe uh, we said, what was it, August 20th? August 20th. Yeah, we'll be able to hopefully don't confirm that. Don't quote me, that. but yeah. you will see probably a visual or some promo art of some kind yeah. confirming that date. Yeah. You, you heard it here first. Yeah. Again, and check out what? the video. I'll have the link up. Yeah. In the, uh, DM, the bio and all DM that. DM Quincy Jones and he'll send you guys the pre saved link on Spotify oh, 100%. as well. So. Yeah. I'll definitely, as as we announce the date, I'll probably have the link up in the in the bio as well. But uh, I'll definitely keep y'all 
you know, up to date with any more visuals and any shows we may have coming our way. Mm-hmm. But again, thank you all for supporting what we do, listening to what we do. Again, get familiar, man. Check me out on Spotify, SoundCloud, all those little, uh, you know, handy-dandy music little channels and stuff like that, man. And, and by the way, y'all need some theme songs, y'all in the pro wrestling biz? Mm-hmm. You talking to the right ones. How yeah. I mean, but make sure you also check yeah, out my man. We got experience, baby. Yeah, yeah check, check out my man as well, uh, Doc Lesnar. Yeah. One of only one of two features on the album. Yes, sir. So we we'll make sure you get familiar with Doc if you haven't already. I mean, for one, he kind of opened the portal for your boy. So I'm stepping in trying to make the best of this opportunity, man. So check out uh, This Is Awesome now, right now for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you guys know I usually plug my music every week. Go ahead and go on your favorite music platform, uh, search bar. You already know what it is. There I are, D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R with five-star bars. But, you know, you go ahead and check me out. This Is Awesome or any other track. But uh, this week ain't about me. This month ain't about me. Go ahead. I implore you to go find Quincy Jones Go. He's got three of his singles from this upcoming album on there already. Um, check it out, man. I'm telling y'all, man. Uh, I believe it was a bad guy. Uh, you have hardly ever sober, and uh, there's another one. I- yeah, we had we had uh, no mercies on there right no now, mercy. which there is the go. latest the one. But one. Yeah. started off with King, which is kind of like the opener. Yeah, King's not on. Um, there, we didn't. We didn't. That one's not available. Not till the album. Oh, you're right. We ain't right. giving it all out. For free. <laughs> but stay tuned. Pre-save. You can and check out the video though. The yeah, video's out. Yeah, you can check yeah, out. The check video. it out yeah. today. Uh, tap in whatever social media Quincy Jones go or the Quincy Jones show. We will have all the info. In the meantime, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram or at Doc underscore KJS pod on Instagram for all things having to do with this podcast. Hashtag Wrestle Wednesdays. Let's keep it going, man. Tell me what you're wearing these Wednesdays. Who you representing? Who you a fan of? Let's keep the community going. Other than that, find me on Mercari for uh, all your wrestling merch needs. Anything from figures to sign 8x10s and anything in between. Doc Lesnar on Mercari. Follow me at I'm Doc Lesnar on Twitter and Facebook. Other than that, my dude, I got three words for him. Top guys out. Out.